You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, welcome back from the episode of Nerd Rage Radio with your host Adam Russman and Bobby Skullface. And dude, what's going on? Not a whole lot. I'm getting so super pumped. I know, man. For the and- Force Awakens. Ah, oh, dude, hold on. Let me let me let me drink my airborne vitamin sick water real quick, huh? Mm. It's a little personal thing, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to gross anybody out, but like uh, we had our our the Russman family holidays for for my wife's side of the family. They are out of state, so they came in, and her sister, which lives technically out of state, about a, about an hour away, she came down too. We were supposed to have this festivities last weekend. Um, but my, uh, sister-in-law was sick. Like she had like the vomit, diarrhea sickness. So we pushed it back. My personal favorite. Yeah. So we pushed it back to Wednesday this week. Right. So we had it Wednesday and this is Friday morning that we're recording this. And I've already had the crazy praying to the porcelain God episodes both ways. So if I, I feel like, okay, now, you know, like once you purge, you feel a little bit better. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if I all of a sudden you hear the fucking headset hit the floor, <laughs> gotcha. and I got a big 10-gallon ten, ten trash bag right here, and just hear the heaving, I say we leave it in. Mm-hmm. I say we, we show the fans how dedicated we are to this podcast. Are you on the laptop? No, I'm not on a laptop. Oh, I would say take it with. Take it with. To- <laughs> take it with. The laptop's had a problem recording the podcast. I don't know oh, what really? it is. It just, I got I always have to change all the audio settings and then to use <clears> it properly, I have to change it back. It's just a, it's a whole rigmarole. So this one I kind of leave as is. So I'm digging this podcast so far. I am. I like it. It's my I'm, favorite I think, podcast. I, I, it is. I think it's my, I think I'm the biggest fan of this podcast. <laughs> God, we're so self-absorbed. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, and then when I said. <laughs> it, it was the best. <laughs> hey, Laura, did you hear that moment when I said this? <laughs> no. That's horrible. No, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just good conversation. It's like everything that I want to hear about. Like I, I feel like I can cover. You know, minus the well, transfer. You know, you know what's been the biggest? Uh, just kind of get it like a, in you know, shot into my mindset about the podcast. See, like, here's the here's the issue. If you were ever to become my friend, like I'm really would you, would you say I'm pretty proficient at the old argument type thing you know um and i and i do argue but like i love like debating people so much sometimes i find myself arguing for the sake of arguing and then when i'm not trying to argue and just have a conversation with people sometimes i'm like oh they got really defensive and i wasn't even trying to argue you know i, I didn't even put in my argue pants on that day mm. but after listening to the to the podcast like i am learning about myself a little bit like when we get into our debates because all the other podcasts that I've done in the past is kind of just general conversation with people who I don't, you know, don't interact with as much as in as long as I interact with you. So sometimes we're talking about something and I'll think of like, oh man, I really didn't like the way he bounced back from my point. That didn't really sound good. But then I listen to it again. I'm like, oh, he didn't mean that. 
And then sometimes like, oh wow, I really came, I really came off the wrong way there. I didn't mean to come off that way, and it sounded like huh. it came off X way. So it's been, uh, it's, very, it's interesting. It, it's been very, very interesting. You know, it's it's been a positive. This is all mistake therapy. You know? yeah. Why not? Why not friend, say that? Friend therapy. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, there's been that. Any any? I mean, we just recorded a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, we were just trying any, to get you guys something because all the trailers that are dropping, yeah, it, and it, we, we realized that we couldn't do just the Star Wars special next week. So yeah. we wanted, and you know, we just had we just had the time available. I did uh, one thing. I did get in. So um, we haven't seen Star Wars yet. So no, no, no. no. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more, like just last last minute thoughts about it. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, one thing I I will we'll save that to the end for our good friend Tyler. Yes. Um, yes. One thing I did uh, get this week, though, I just remember, the, <laughs> how's your days in fandom been? Um, I got a grail. I got a holy grail in the mail. Like from Indiana Jones? Uh, no, uh, like a, a collection grail. Okay. Um, I got the SDCC exclusive G.I. Joe 3 and 3 quarter 25th anniversary Zorana. Really? Yeah, which is like a $200 figure. How'd you get that? Uh, caught it, caught it, caught it for like 50 bucks on eBay. Like it just, somebody, like somebody must've just put it up Yeah. and I, and I click buy it now. And, nice. Um, so now that's the new record for me. Um, it was 35 bucks for, uh, Jaina solo. Yeah. And now it is 50 bucks for Zorana. All right. Well, Hey, speaking of gifts, let me tell you something, buddy. Hmm. Let me tell you how hard this guy is to shop for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, um, a yeah, little little trauma on that end. So there takes a lot of coordination for the old skull face Christmas gift, and you know, you know, uh, your wife, your wife and I, you know, re- refer refer to you by several pet names during gift giving seasons, which I'm going to keep to myself. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's interesting to me. So, um, so you know. Like, you know, the, the, the call happens about this time of year. Like, all right, have you checked the list? Yeah, all right. So what's what's the coordinate? It's like a coordinated effort, right? So she's like, I don't know yet because, you know, this whole skull face review thing has kind of made our job even more difficult because there was a time that you would wait patiently for your, your swag every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so we're you know, we're scrambling to figure out what's, what's going on. And she's like, hey, all right, I need you to get – how about X, Y, X, Y? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I, you know, yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. That's in my ballpark. So she gave me the task and I've been I've been searching around and I'm like, oh, of course out of this series, this one's like the grip. You know what I mean? Like the one that's sold out for pre orders before anything and you wouldn't think it was and it's and it's part of a collection you've already started and yada yada yada. Which I'm giving you a little bit of hints, but at this point <clears throat> it could be one of, you know, fifty different things. Yeah, that's so true. I, I find one. I find one at a reasonable price, right? And but it, it's gonna be like it's gonna have to be like the the birthday slash Christmas gift, which I know you hate, but I think no, this no, will, no. I'm, I'm I've I've come to terms with it. I think this will make up for it. So I order it. I get it all squared away. It's in stock. I confirm that it's in stock. We're ready to rock and roll. And then I get the shipment email the day that it'll be here between January 12th and February 2nd. But it's shipped already. And I'm like motherfucker. So I emailed this guy and I'm like, "Hey man, this is unacceptable. This is a freaking Christmas gift. You guys said you had it in stock before I ordered it, and you know the ordering date was supposed to be like in December. You know what I mean? Like before before Christmas." <laughs> right, right, right. 
So he like emails me back in like super broken English, and I'm like, oh, okay, oh. okay. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't good. So, um, so basically, he said, you know, I'll get it to you in time. I guess he said that. I don't really understand. Um, or I can send it back, but I'm like, well, if I send it back, it's gonna be way too late. Uh, but, but he said that, you know, it should take this many days. And from today, if this many days is accurate, it should, it should come before the holidays. So we should be good. So I just want to put that out publicly. That's very interesting. It is interesting. I'm not, no me gusta. This has happened. Well, actually, I think it happened to me last time. Well, I'm not, I'm not terribly, uh, I'm not terribly thrilled with your, uh, uh, Christmas gift either, and your Christmas gift is also going to be a combination. So look forward to that handshake come your birthday. <laughs> so your birthday is like a, a few days after Christmas. Correct. Mine is three months. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, but I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, like, I can't. There's no way for, it's impossible for me to split it up. I hear you, man. I'm, 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 um, I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm not. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a more of a gift giver than a gift receiver. No, I hear you. I am too, actually. But th- that's actually why I'm. I'm somewhat bothered with your gift. Um, oh man. Because it's not. It's. It's. It's not something I want to give you. Really. <laughs> well, like, like, like for instance, like when I got you, I got you masterpiece prowl last year. Yeah. And that was something I, I really wanted to get you because what I love to get people, um, for for Christmas or birthday or whatever is stuff that I know they want. Yes. But they would never buy themselves. They would never buy themselves. Yes. You know, like that's the perfect gift. Yeah, um, I concur. And this is something you'd buy yourself, so I'm kind of bored with it. Um, mm. Mm, inter- Ooh. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, man, yeah, here, 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 here's, here's something you can scratch off your list of things to when you're buy. You know what I mean? It's just dull. Yeah, I hear you. It's all right, man. It's it's not a big deal. I'm sure I'll have fun with it. Um, but I know, I, w- I know you, I know you, I know you want it. Okay. So hookers and blow, and I and I made sure telling me, and I made sure like uh, you know when you when you told me, but you didn't tell me, you just said it, and I was around. Um, Ooh! I made sure to make a note of it. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I haven't bought anything for myself here recently. Um, well, hey, hey, I do want to say congratulations on the the Skullface family library. Oh, yeah, looks very dapper. Dude, it's it's awesome. Like, okay, so like it, you'll be able to appreciate this, and I highly recommend it, sir. Yes. Um, so, how many people are in my family? Four. And how many chairs did you see? Two. You're goddamn right. <laughs> 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 so the kids not allowed in there? I mean, they're allowed in there, but like you know, they usually monopolize the family room. Yeah. And you know, we'll just sneak away. Yeah. Have a little quiet moment by ourselves, enjoy a cup of coffee in the morning, maybe play a quick round of chess. We have our chess board set up right between the chairs. Mm. Ooh. Maybe some um, Space Hulk. You guys still throwing down Space Hulk every once in a while? No. Um, but, you I know, thought, it's, I thought Laura actually liked that game. Uh, she did. She liked it more than I did. That's probably the problem. Oh, she beat you? No. No, I beat You're her. Sore, sore loser? No, I beat her. Oh, just, she, she's a sore loser. No. No. It's, <laughs> maybe I'm a sore winner. Um, maybe. But I, I, I just, I just, I just, I just, but, but yeah, it's, um, it's good. I, I like it a lot. Um, and outside of that, I don't think we've had much time to, uh, to, there's, there's some Star Wars stuff I want to talk about, but, but we'll wait for that. Wait for that. Yeah. Um, can, can I, can I say one Star Wars thing that's not a spoiler, but I thought it was a spoiler. So Tyler L, you can listen to this. Yeah. I saw the picture of, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter with like their hair done up in the buns. Yeah. I just saw the actual- picture. 
her, her proper, actual yeah proper daughter right like you know in the real world yeah and so i thought i was like oh no 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 because that that can kind of would confirm you know that probably ray is not her daughter right but i didn't realize it was just like actually her birth daughter who just had like kind of a cameo role in yeah. the show so um yeah um that was funny yeah that was actually pretty so, uh, anything going on in your past two days? Um, well, had you know, just been just been forty k in it a little bit here recently. I haven't had a chance to read anything. Um, did watch the Christmas special, The Flash, which The Flash is is probably my. All right, so you know that there's 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 shows that you kind of look forward to because you just want to like can like forward, the storyline that you're interested in, mm-hmm. but it might not necessarily be your favorite show. Sure. You know. I think The Flash is becoming my my new favorite show. It it's not the show that like I'm most like as soon as the episode drops I'm I'm gonna run there and like gotta watch it because I gotta figure out everything that's going on. Right. Um, which is odd for me because it usually is. Um, but I'm just I'm happy with the the way it's going. I'm happy with some of the characters. Um, well, a lot of the characters. There you know there's there's they've always been very good at at slight twists that aren't super obvious. Sure. Um. And I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for trying to figure out a twist, you know. And if you get me, then you got me. You got to be good. Um, <laughs> and uh, they, they've they've been continuously doing that. Uh, but Mark Hamill has revised his role from the original Flash TV show as a trickster, and uh, which is you know, pretty awesome. Which is 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 super fucking awesome. And of course, you know, a lot would say that that trickster was the inspiration for the animated Batman that Har- Hamill did the voice for the Joker for for decades. Um, which he still, you know, he still just did the last, uh, last Batman um, video game. Um, so, which is probably my favorite Joker. So there's there's some tie in there to Mark Hamill, and you know, what, he, you know, what, I, I love Mark Hamill, man. I really wish that he did more films outside of Star Wars, you know, because I actually think he's an actor with some pretty good range. <laughs> um, and you just never got anything else from him, you know. We got James Bond and Bob Strike Back. Yeah, but that was that was still like the kind of the, the cock knocker. That was like the trickster. You know, that was yeah. almost the same character. But still a treat. It, no, I, it was absolutely a treat. I'm not saying that, but I, I mean, I, I really would like to see a Mark Hamill movie when he did, like, you know, some more acting. You know, like I, right. I, I wonder, I wonder how that would have been. Um, and it, you know what? Maybe, maybe he doesn't have the chops. That would have been horrible. But you know, that's if there was a parallel universe which I could see into, and that he was a real actor past what he did in Star Wars. That sounded kind of harsh, a real actor. Oof. Um, I wish that I, I could see that. I'm just curious. Strike my curiosity. Uh, so there was that. And then um, Supernatural. And let me say, guys, if you like, there, there's a couple people who I've found out like who like Supernatural. And if you do, you're like a, yeah, a big fan of it. I haven't found any like, yeah, yeah, I can watch it here and there. Um, this season's gotten really good, season 11. And that's a lot to catch up on. But if you like, like the sci-fi horror, you know, not really fantasy, like kind of like mythology, like monster type vampires, werewolves, horror type stuff. Um, with some comedy and there is some melodrama, don't get me wrong. It's not as much melodrama as normal because it's like, I hate to say this, which is, is pretty fu- fucking horrible. It's more like, you know, brotherly melodrama and like, you know, sacrifice, like, you know, somebody's got to die or sacrifice melodrama. It's not like relationship, mel- like, like romantic relationship melodrama, which I think gets the cheesiest, the quickest. Um, not to say that it's not melodramatic because there's a huge female fan base for, uh, supernatural, because you know they're they're good-looking brothers and they're going around and and doing the hero thing. So there's there's gonna be some draw there. 
Um, but this last season, dude, I've really dug it. And I love this show, but I felt like season five, which was supposed to be the, the end of the series, like the original writer, like this is the, everything is leading up to this pivotal season. And then the show was just doing so well, they went on for season six and season seven. And then somewhere around there, it kind of got like the same formula, like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I kind of feel like this last season, they've, they're doing something different. They're going in a different direction. And it's one of those things where, you know, there's tons of mythology and monsters and, and human mythology. They can always have new material and always do new stuff, which is fun. Um, and so you can always see the spin that they, they go in the mythology. So the show remains entertaining. Um, but this one, they're actually doing some stuff that's a little bit different, and it's a little daring. It's a little provocative. Um, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't gotten the show, but it's like it's got some big religious implications. And if you're kind of a, a religious person, uh, it's it's on the blasphemous side. Um, like so, if that, that's not if that's not your cup of tea, you might not want to watch it because it might hurt your hurt your feels. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably uh, you're probably okay with you know challenging concepts and stuff like that. Yeah, right. But I've really been thinking that, and I've heard good things about the uh, last Agents of Shield episode, the mid-season finale. But I haven't got there yet, so that'll be some work to do today. Um, but that's and last but not least, I want to talk a little bit about South Park. You haven't caught up on any South Park here recently, haven't you? Have you? Uh, no. This is probably um, the best season of South Park in existence. Like. You know, I was kind of critical of last season, them tying everything together, kind of having continuity. And I don't know if they did that one to prepare people for this season, like if this was planned out, or if just something that's been happening in in the social, you know, issues uh, sparked this season. I would love to to see an interview from those guys and get that that question answered, Um, because this is this this season has been fucking brilliant. I mean, fucking brilliant. I, I almost would say that anybody who's going to be a sociology major or um, get into any poli- – I, I think that this should be required watching for everybody who's going to college to get an education. Hmm. I think that's how – I think that we're going to look back at that show in 50 years, and it, there's going to be courses on it to how it was probably one of the smartest shows on television and it was the most one of the most honest shows on television and was reflecting where our society was at that point in time and how much how full of shit we were very interesting it's it is interesting it is interesting so um besides i think that's pretty much all i got um yeah i haven't been able to do any reading here recently so we'll be getting to that here after the seasons the, the season. I've, I got some time coming off. Some some time off of work. I got about a week off. So nice. Yeah. You got any time coming off? Or you you working? No. Um. I'm working overtime this weekend. So. Ah. I hear you. Um. All right. So Actually, I do have some time coming off. I'm off from the 22nd, and I work the 26th. And then I'm off to the New Year. I think. Oh, I know I'm working New Year's. I don't mind working New Year's though. I'm not I'm not a, a big on the the New Year's celebration. I'd rather have off the holidays. So. All right, so I've got a, I've got a, a conversation that I wanted to have last time, okay, but we never got into it, and I know that we're both probably similar in our feelings for this, but we can like have a conversation about it and see where it goes. Um, since this this uh, Batman v Superman has become much more in the public eye, I, I get into these conversations with people about who would really win in a fight between Batman and Superman, 
right? And uh, so people who are outside the comic book realm think it's completely absurd to even have this concept. Yeah, right? I know. <clears throat> I know. And I, and I find myself like asking very simple questions to people. And even when they answer that themselves, they still can't buy into it because like, I guess, I guess the foundation has never been laid down before. They don't really know who Batman is outside of the, the movies, who, In the which, mainstream. He, which he's not very fantastic, you know? In the mainstream media, mm-hmm. yeah. So, the question is, is, is you know, who could beat, who, who's going to win it in a fight, Batman versus Superman, right? Historically speaking, in the canon, outside of the New Fifty Two, every time Batman and Superman have met, um, and uh, and had a disagreement, Batman the majority of times has come out on top. Um, I don't, I can't think of an incident that that has not happened. So, Not, nor I. So, you know, this all kind of started with, with The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller, um, which Batman brutally, brutally beats Superman to a pulp. Um, and at, at one time, the classic line, I just want you to remember this, my foot on your throat. And, you know, I didn't have to take this easy on you. A chemical here, a chemical there, uh, and, th- and this formula had been lethal. But don't worry, you know, the kryptonite will be out of your, your lungs here soon. But, you know, and then he's like, but I just wanted you to remember the one man who could beat you. And and then he and of course Batman faked his own death so he can take it take everything underground and continue his work, um, but there's there's something there there's something to that, um, and even in even in Kingdom Come where Superman is super powerful I mean he's the most powerful incarnation of Superman that exists he's still leery of Batman you know, um, and at that point it's like Superman's old older old and wise enough to know that you just don't fuck with Bruce. Um, and even if you look at, at storylines like uh, Tower of Babel, which there's that one DC book that's, I mean, movie that's uh, made after that, you know, Batman takes, figures out ways to take down everybody in the Justice League simultaneously and some bad guys steal it and take out the Justice League. Um, it, you know, time after time, Batman has taken out Superman just because it's not so much that he's smarter, but deep down, <laughs> Clark is a good person. And deep down, Bruce is not, right. you know? He will do whatever he needs to do to make that happen. Right. It's because um, it's because um, Superman is, is Superman that he can't. Ex- exactly, and that and that's the whole point, is that you know Superman has a very narrow field of which in which he he's willing to work in, and this is pre fifty two Superman, um, or no pre, I guess new is a new fifty two or pre Flashpoint. Well, it doesn't matter. I I think that no, I mean Flashpoint is still Superman. I mean yeah. theoretically. It's it's all still the same Superman until New Fifty Two starts because Flashpoint he, doesn't really lead into New Fifty Two at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got this Superman is very cocky. People like know? to pretend it does, but it really doesn't. Like storyline wise, it doesn't. Like, yeah. If you read Flashpoint, and in no way, shape, or form does it make you think that New Fifty Two is going to be a thing. The only thing that Flashpoint really does is it slams the DC universe, the Wildstorm universe, and the the Vertigo universe together. Yes. You know, and, and somehow out of that new 52 happened. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is a valid point. But you know, my thing just culturally about, like, I think that, you know, the super friends mm-hmm. is still the most like, re- re- like remaining element of who these heroes are. In the, like, in the general concept. In the, in the, in the, in the general populace. Gotcha. You know, like, 
people think Superman is boring because their image of Superman is that Superman. Yeah. Um, whether they've even seen that show or not, do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just what, what that character was in that show. Um, Batman is the only one that's different, and it's because of the films. Yes. Um, and and I'm by, and I mean Nolan and Burt. Yeah. Um, that people are like, okay, there's something else to him aside from come along chum. Yeah. But I don't even feel like the come along chum went away until the Dark Knight. I I would agree. But now you don't hear that shit at all. Like whenever yeah. you talk to like a casual fan or a casual, just a normal like a, a civilian, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, they never bring up come along chum anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, mean, and here and let me let me see this, dude. Just because Batman won't kill you, doesn't mean that he won't break every bone in your body and cripple you. Mm-hmm. There's also there's almost sometimes that it's crueler that he just doesn't kill people. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I, and, I, and you know, and, and when it comes down to it, um, I, did, did, uh, the dark Knight returns, did he kill people in that? No. Okay. I don't, but, I, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of vague, but like the other thing is, is that, uh, the problem that I've, I've run into is like twofold now with this shit. Cause mm-hmm. I, I speak to people on a regular basis who don't know shit about comics. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the majority of my friends and the people that I interact with in person mm-hmm. are not comic book fans. Yes. Um, so I went through ever since SDCC, uh, so ever since this summer, and really ever since the teaser dropped, I've been going through this shit. Ever since the teaser dropped the year before at SDCC, yeah. I've been explaining to people why Batman and Superman would fight. Yes. And you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. They all, like, when they hear about it or I ask them if they've seen it, um, they'll say, Batman versus Superman? Like, what the? Like, what? It's, 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 it's always two things. Like, aren't they friends? Or uh, how, how would Batman even stand a chance? You know, it's mm-hmm. always one of those two things. And that's just from a lack of understanding of the characters. So, like, yeah. I forgive all that shit. But what I think that this recent trailer has done is shot themselves in the foot because the people that have come to terms with this concept now mm-hmm. are all saying to me, oh, but they're going to fucking team up now, it looks like. Well, yeah. yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, of course they're going to fucking team up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but to them, I mean, they thought that, you know, they didn't even conceptualize that as an idea. So this is going to be Batman versus Superman for the whole movie. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> This, and I'm talking about the I'm talking about the pure civilian, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, like uh, <clears throat> knows who uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are more than they know who Thanos is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, or know more know more about Guardians of the Galaxy than they do about Wonder Woman. Yeah, um, I'm talking about that that level of civilian. And and like, but I think that this trailer, the more I think about this trailer and like the ramifications of this trailer. The more I think it was really poorly done, it was a really it was a, it was a it was a it was multiple bad ideas. It was it was a series was of it, unfortunate was it, events. Was it bad ideas for the normal civilian or bad ideas for the comic book fan? Yes. Okay. So it's a trailer, in my opinion, aimed at the normal civilian. Oh, absolutely. But what it did was turn the normal civilian into a. But I thought they were going to fight. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, obviously they're going to fight. Right. But I'm telling you, that's the reaction I'm getting from talking to people. Yeah. They're like, they're going to team up? You know, and, 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 and like they, they, then they see the whole movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're coming to me like, oh, well, like, but I already know, I kind of already know what this movie's about now. Yeah. Like, they don't, they meet each other in person, they don't get along. They meet each other in the suit and they fight. Then they have Doomsday where they team up with Wonder Woman and save the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I can't argue with you. Yes, you are correct. But they're turned off because they never, they never fathomed that. Whereas, like, you know, a seasoned comic book person. I mean, we knew we didn't necessarily know it was going to be Doomsday. Yeah. But we knew the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. So, so I think they somehow they managed. Um, like there, there was a bit of shock and awe. I think at the beginning, like everybody was like, "This is awesome! This is awesome!" But now that the smoke is settling a bit, I'm seeing a lot of, um, people getting turned off on both sides. I think the fact that it didn't perform as well as the, the Civil War one performed. The trailer you mean download wise? Yeah, it speaks volumes. And I think that the um the idea that uh like that that the the the, the normal everyday person you know real quick another thing just to add in, something I have seen is I have started to see the DC haters begin to like it. Really? Yes. Because they're like, this feels like a comic book movie. You know what I mean? The same people that are like, the reason why I like Marvel is because it's lighthearted and fun and they wear the proper suits and don't take themselves that serious. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are defending this thing. It's just, it's very, it's, it's very like socially funny to me. How this it, is it, all- you know, it is. And, and I think the, the, the important thing that, you know, you and I need to realize is there's such a wide range of comic book fan or, or person that would, this would even gravitate to. I mean, like sure. we are probably in, <sighs> We're, I mean, we're, we're opening night. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm saying like in the percentage wise, like a, a people who a people who are into it on this level, you know, I I would say that that's a a really vast minority, right? And then of comic book fans in general, we're probably in a different class of that as well, right? Um, because of our age range and our in our experience in this, and you know, there's, but I mean, there's some there's some other older guys as well. You know, not, not that we're old, but I mean, we're in our mid thirties. Um, so it, it's, it, I do think that it's, up, it's problematic because they do have to answer to a very varied um, fan base for this, and it, it is a challenge. I don't, I, I don't envy Zack Snyder on that end. Um, now, that doesn't mi- mean that I will forgive poor decision making, um, but I, I do try to go in there open minded, like, all right, what is he trying to do, and, and why is he trying to do it? Like, if I look at movies like The Watchmen. I, I kind of feel those were made for just that audience, just the Watchmen fans, you know, even though Alan Moore hated it, which he hates everything. Correct. You know, you, you, if you were a fan of the Watchmen, I don't think you, you walked out of that theater unhappy with it. I mean, even, you know, the, the fact that we didn't have the giant tentacle vagina well, yeah, monster. I think, I think it did polarize people. That, that, that little scene, or lack thereof, did polarize the audience. But I don't, I don't think that it was a, a split down the middle. Do you? I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, 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 I have a lot of bitching and moaning about that. There was a lot of bitching. And there might have been an internet bitching and moaning, but I haven't met one person oh, I who have. liked the Watchmen. Oh, I who, have. Who's like, I wanted my giant space vagina tentacle monster. I absolutely have. Really? Because I just think that, that I think that personally. I'm with you. You don't have to sell me. It, yeah, I'm with you. Well, let me just say it for the fans out there. All right, we've I talked about it. We've talked about yeah, it at length at it's, nauseum. But it's yeah. a it's a dumb it's it's a dumb concept that might have been cooler in the in the 80s or whenever that shit came out the 90s. But now it just makes more sense for Manhattan to, to be the scapegoat. 
and and not only that, but how they tied in like a possible nuclear attack into the doomsday clock into uh, the sixties and seventies and eighties mm-hmm. is really smart. Yeah. You know, like they were able to tie in uh, modern warfare with the cold war and like our modern day psyche, like all together. Like I, I don't think people fucking appreciate. Yeah. Encapsulate that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like there's a, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why that works better now. Yeah, now and that, that's the thing. Thing is that they're they're making this movie for an audience that has changed from the original audience and the original feeling of that. That's which I also think is successful. Not that that story itself doesn't stand up, but I mean, all I, I do think that all there's a certain timelessness to a good story, but there's also a time frame where that story has the most impact when people can relate to it the most. Um, and you know, the, the threat of global war and, and you know uh, thermonuclear holocaust isn't as potent today as it was back in the 80s and i remember missing field trips because of it oh we can't go to the district we might get nuked um you know when i was in in, in elementary school mm-hmm. so okay um but i want to go back to superman versus batman yeah yeah, yeah all right absolutely. and maybe this is something that you you guys out there who have these conversations can use these to, to kind of explain to people and so this is the easy one that i do all right I go, who's who's Superman's arch enemy, arch nemesis, nemesis, MC? And everybody, of course, says, oh, that's Lex Luthor. It's easy. And I was like, all right, cool. What is his powers again? Oh, he doesn't, ha- he doesn't have any powers. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he, but he probably has, like, a, a, you know, you know, some, some, you know, super killer ways to, to fight. And maybe, maybe an army of mutants to fight Superman. No, he just, he's just rich and smart. Oh, okay. Okay. Who else is rich and smart? And uh, has a lot of technology and, and gadgets and oh, Batman. Okay, cool. And which one has been training to be a merciless ninja since he was like eight years old? <laughs> you know, and I was like, so, 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 if if Superman's already arch en- enemy is Lex Luthor, they've already established that. Let's just say Lex Luthor and Batman go toe to toe. Who you got winning that one? Oh, uh, Bat- Batman. Okay, so why? Why do you think that Batman wouldn't be a good match against Superman again? And it kind of just shuts him down. You know, well, you know, well, but he's a good guy. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy that hangs people from buildings and beats the living shit out of them and tortures them. Um, but he's a good guy, uh, you know, I guess. So, yeah, okay. And then like, by that time, they, you know, usually just walk away and, and the conversation is done. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't understand why people have that such a far... It's such a far thought for them to, to do, and, and it's like I got to bring up YouTube videos of Batman beating the shit out of Superman over and over again. It's like here's a here's a show. Where, this is Batman at 70, 70 beating Superman, uh, who effectively stops aging around forty, uh, in some in some uh, you know canon. So or fifty, maybe it's fifty. Yeah, what I what I usually do, I, I like yours. I like yours a lot. <clears throat> what I usually do is I, I use the Frank Miller approach. Mm-hmm. And I just say, like, look, like, Superman is a person that believes if you show them the right way, people will follow behind you. Yeah. And Batman is a person that believes you have to build two 20-foot walls on both sides of a path and then force people down that path. Mm-hmm. These are two people that would see the world fundamentally differently. Yeah. 
You know, and one thing about Superman, one of his greatest powers is his humanity, is his hopefulness. Um, and we've probably said this before in conversation. He's almost like, the funny thing is, he's almost the most human person in the DC uh, universe because he's like the pure human before all the, the shit gets in us and starts to doubt and whatever. And it's said that he doesn't struggle with, with concepts or, you know, fears or whatever he does all the time. That's one, another, you know, one of his weaknesses is that he's almost too empathetic. Um, he's too caring. He's too good hearted. And, you know, he is almost the, the ultra optimist, you know, he only wants to see, he even wants to see the good in Lex, you know, yep. some of the most interesting stories about him and Lex is, is he's just like, you know, hoping that Lex one day sees the error, errors of his ways. And that's been in canon forever. Right. You know, like you know, there's a story, it was one of the golden age ones where it was like Einstein's birthday and, and Superman like brings Lex to, you know, even though he should be in jail to, you know, to see some shrine or some, you know, celebration of Einstein and Lex starts crying because, you know, oh, he's the most brilliant human scientists. Thank you, Superman. Even though we're enemies, you always, you know, it, I mean, it's, it's goofy and it's sappy, but like that, you know, that's the level of Superman's optimism. You know, like he'd even, he'd even protect his, his enemy. You know, it, like he would not have let Ra's al Ghul die on the train, you know? Right. Correct. You know, he, he, he couldn't do that. And, and in a way it, it's, you know, he's not willing, he's not willing to let Bruce tear him down, but Bruce is willing to tear him down, you know? Um, it, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, and I, and I love the, I love the, the, the compare and contrast of it, you know? It's, I think it's, it's awesome. That's one of my, it's one of my favorite stories. I love how they work together. Absolutely. You know? And it's funny, because some of the world's finest stuff, Batman is always like, oh, we got this. Like, he's never in doubt. And even yeah. Superman, with all of his powers, he's like, "Oh, you know, this is this going to be this going to be difficult." Now we got this, man. Yeah. Well, they, what, what's cool to me about that is that, like, a lot of times in like the World Finest books or the Batman Superman books or the Superman Batman books or whatever, um, Batman. I mean, like, it's not that he doesn't respect Superman because he does, and it's it's not that he doesn't even really personally like him because he he kind of does. Oh yeah, absolutely. But a lot of times he uses Superman the same way he'd use a fucking batarang. Oh yeah, like Superman is like just another tool in the toolbox for him. <laughs> well, I think everything's a tool. I mean, and that's one of Batman's greatest flaws mm-hmm. is that he does just fucking use people. You know, I mean, even I mean that's one of the, that's one of the biggest this the biggest uh, beast with him and Nightwing. It's like I was you know right. was, I, was that anything more than a weapon to you? Right. And of course he's still his son, but yeah, or, you know he still was a soldier. You know, right. and and Bruce does have a hard time separating that. Right. You know, so it's interesting. Sure, but um, I mean, I'm still I'm still very much excited and interested about the movie. I think that I do think that we're gonna get our our big, you know, fight, and I do think that we're gonna get that uh that uh my throat on my my foot on your throat. Yeah. I think that I think that quote is gonna be in there. So that fight might be going the wrong way. Like, get up! I could, if you if I wanted you to be dead, you'd be dead already. Um, I think I think probably right after that scene is when the ties get turned. And uh, Batman unleashes, unleashes on Superman. So, but you know, I wanted to have that little conversation. I know that you and I are kind of the same place for it, but it's it's a it's a dialogue that I know that you've had a dozen times with people that you, oh yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's so it's so funny, man. Like that's one thing I'm really happy about where we're at in the fandom, is because it, like these things that we've been talking about for years are becoming so popular now in pop culture. Um, 
and we can we've just, all kind of become Obi Wans and Yodas to like a crowd of people. That's true. It's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> and it's funny, man. Like like ten years ago, uh, where I when I started working where I'm working now, it was like so uncool to like be a comic book fan. There's just a couple of guys that were, were comic book fans in in the group, and now it's like it's like we're the the freaking um. So we're looking for like, like the, the wise one, yeah. you know, like, you know, Oh, wise sage, please let me know <laughs> who Thanos is. And, and, yeah. and, and like, and people are like, everybody's into it. It's like, you know, fantasy football and freaking comic book movies. Um, it, it's just crazy. Like there's a, a bunch of my guys I work with. I'm a supervisor. I got like, you know, 20, 20 guys. And they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to go see star Wars on Friday. And um, you down, and I'm like, uh, well, I'm probably not gonna be able to do it Friday. I'm gonna see it twice on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch it on Thursday. I was like, yeah, there's always like the midnight showings and stuff. Oh my god, I didn't even know that happened. Um, you know, I'm like taking off of work to go fucking see it twice on Thursday. So ridiculous. But, awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's take a time out and watch watch this Turtles trailer one more time, and then we'll talk about All it. All right, and we'll be right back. So I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> I think this trailer is fucking perfect. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I think like, it's I like all the trailer seasons like I think that this is the 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 most perfectly executed trailer. Like a trailer think, is supposed to get people excited, you know, show a little bit of what the movie's about, not to give away too much, um but be fun and get you excited. Um and dude, dude I feel like they knocked this shit out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Park, well, I, I will. I will say, if Michael Bay made that trailer, Michael Bay can. I'm giving Michael Bay a compliment. Yeah. Michael Bay can totally do a fucking trailer. I think all that Michael Bay did was the explosions of the car, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Megan Fox tying her shirt up high. Yeah. I think, I think that. That's but you know what? I'm, I was okay with that too. You yeah. Know? No. I'm. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike looking at her. So, that's the same way I feel about she, Meg, Megan Fox, Kim Kardashian. All those people are in a similar boat to me. Set them thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> thumbs. Um, that's, can you, you imagine know. being like, all right, well, you probably can't imagine being one of the most arguably beautiful women in the world. But I mean, she's, she, I, I think it's safe to say that she's been, she's been, you know, looked at as one of the most beautiful women in the world. Is that, can we say that? Is that, is that okay? I, I'm not I, saying I'm, that you have, but generally speaking. Sure. And and people just talking shit about them crazy looking thumbs. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's, she's one of them lizard people. <laughs> the, the, the reptoids or whatever. Yeah. All we right. Have evidence. Um, I think that like, all right, so let's talk about all, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the ugly for me is just like the tie and the shirt up tight and the fucking cars exploding. I'm just like, okay, here's Michael Bay. It doesn't bother me enough to, to be turned off in the slightest. I'm just saying my head recognizes it as Michael Bay is involved. Yeah. Um, the good. We're getting a fucking turtle van. Dude, not only are we getting a turtle van. It spits fucking manhole covers oh, out dude. of the front bumper. Oh, man. It, like, why, why can't Michael Bay do this with Transformers? You know what well, I mean? Because he's not doing this. Who's doing this? I mean, he's just producing it. Like, he produced the first one and he produced this one. Really? Yeah, but it's Why can't like he not... get a director I know. and produce a Transformer movie to be like this? I know. I have like, zero complaints. Okay, so let me let me say uh, so that like the turtle van is fucking awesome. Like all like the over the top gasmos and gadgets inside works perfectly fine. Like it, this is the franchise that you can go balls to the wall and be with, stupid with the campiness and yeah. still make it fucking cool. Yeah, because turtles um, are pretty campy. 
Exactly. Like conceptually, it's it's so outside the realm of possibilities that yeah. just just fucking go for it, you know. And 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 I feel like this this movie is going to go for it. But um, okay, we're getting fucking Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, and they're like, perfect. How long have we wanted to see Bebop and Rocksteady? Oh, forever. Forever. Like I remember seeing Toka and Razor or whatever for the first yeah, time, being yeah. like, "These aren't fucking Bebop and Rocksteady." You yeah. know? What is it? What was it? Wolf, Snapping Turtle. Was it a Snapping Turtle and a Wolf? Yeah, Toka was the Snapping Turtle, I mm. think, and Razor was the Wolf. I, I think. can't remember. Was it a Wolf? Yeah, I think so. It was a dog-ish. Yeah. Like a wolf man. Canid, a canid of some sort. Yeah. Um. But they look great. They yeah. look like like they look fucking perfect, like in both modes, so to speak. Yeah. Um yep. the, the CGI still looks a little unfinished. Yes. Um, it does. But they, they still look, got they still got fucking months before they, this thing comes out. So I'm sure it's gonna look polished as hell. Yeah, they don't look as refined as the turtles. One thing I noticed too, did you notice that Donnie was a little bit slimmer? I didn't, he I, was he's a little bit slimmer and lankier. He's not as buff as the other turtles. Um, I didn't necessarily notice that, but I like it. Yeah, so do I. Um, let's see what else. The uh, I, I love the fucking joke made at, at Bebop's expense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the uh, oh, bringing back the mohawk. Good for you. Yeah, like that's another like like and, I, and it, I said and this it's... about the first turtles that like Michelangelo was like always supposed to be you know the, the party dude so to speak, but like you know he was always supposed to be the comic relief. But you and I never really particularly found him funny. Yeah. But he was funny as shit in that first movie. And it's like funny how Raph grabs his head and turns it. And so that's his reaction instantly the first time he witnesses Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, you got jokes. Fucking Baxter Stockman. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Like, I love it. And he looks like he walked right out of the goddamn 80s comics. Like, yeah. the, like the, the short fro, the glasses, like the bow tie. Yeah, like if that motherfucker turns into a fly, I, I'm well, gonna, it, it, I am gonna I, come in my seat. Well, here, here's here's the thing. I, I I watching that, I had an epiphany. Lightning struck my brain. Um, like you know how we always get angry when comic book movies or movies like this, it, we we feel like they go ahead and 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 did the big shot. Like why wouldn't we save Baxter for another movie, right? Because the right. people are gonna comment that. But here's my thing: you might not have another chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, if you if like like even with Doomsday, they might not have another chance, you know. So why not? I I'd rather see it, even if it's not perfect, and then then not see it at all. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I'm I'm angry that like the Hulk movie we never saw the leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we saw the leader thing. I'm angry that in the Greenlanders we never saw Sinestro. You know. Yeah. Just I, at this point now, like after stuff like that, I'd rather just see an incarnation of them in the big screen than to not see it at all. So yeah, Baxter's is perfect, man. Fucking oh my god, perfect. Dude, and like, if we get, if we, if like, I doubt we'll get Fly Baxter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's just a lot to do. It is. But it like, is. if we get a fucking Mauser, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much they can do. Well, like, if we get a fucking Krang. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. I want to save that for last. Oh my bad. Um, but like, there's so much they can do with Baxter. You know what I mean? Like, because he's such like a big character in those comics, like those early comics. Yeah. Um. So, like, to, to 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 implicate him, to have him in the movie, to have the possibility of the Mausers, to have the possibility of the fly from the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much they can do there. And then, um, Casey Jones. Yep. Uh, I, I'm not crazy about the Arrow actor, but maybe I'll I'll take a liking to him on the big screen as opposed to the the smaller screen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he looks the shit. He does. You know? Um, and, like, he, he has the that, – that dude is a physical dude. You know, he does all yeah. of his own stunts and all of his own, you know, parkour or whatever the fuck it is, which I think they need to bring Casey up to that level. Uh, in this, so if that's how Casey rolls in this, I'll be fucking ecstatic about that. Uh, the fucking Foot Clan are ninjas again. Yep. Shredder's back. And he's got his mask off. And he's got his mask off, and he's got fucking badass Shredder claws. Yep. Um, and then what I think is the money shot um, of the trailer is a possible Dimension X point. Yes. Yes. And did you notice how everything was kind of like falling out? Of it, it yes. wasn't like it was like an invasion yes. as much as an escape. Yes. And you want to hear what my theory is? I, I, do I? I think those are pieces of the Technodrome dome. I would love it. Like, and they're like falling it. out, and they're like kind of automated, like you know, you know, trying to scurry to get together. But I mean, Krang is a. I mean, I, don't, I can't remember all the the story about Krang, but he's basically another dimensional criminal, right? He's escaping from Dimension X, correct? Uh, that I can't remember because he had like. I don't remember him really well in the comics, and I want to say there was more than one of those little brains mm-hmm. in the comics. It, but they had, from what I can remember, it's been a while since I've read them, because um, that was like the majority of the Ninja Turtle comics dealt with Dimension X. Yeah. Um, but like from what I remember of it, like they were the head of that army that had they were all like Triceratops. Yes. Like Triceratops army. Yeah. But, like, all I could think of when that portal opened and shit started coming through is, am I going to get a fucking Krang and Triceratops Warriors in a goddamn Technodrome? Because if so, I may not be able to fucking handle it. <laughs> this was a pleasant surprise. It was crazy. Like, and, and I, when, I even when, put it off. Like, so, so for those listeners listening, like, Adam and I are part of this group, uh, like a Facebook group. It's, like, it's a Maryland-based thing. Um, and our news is almost instant in that group. Like the yeah. network of people that are on their shit in that group is it's insane. Yeah. So we saw like we got a notification when that turtles trailer hit, and I, I like I saw the notification. I was and I I literally said to myself, "Meh, I'll watch it tomorrow." Yeah. And I went to bed, and then I got it the next morning, and was and like I was like, uh, "I'll take a shower. Uh, I'll get dressed. I have a fucking bagel." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, when I finally got around to it, I was like, all right, let me go ahead and check this off the list for things to do today. And then I was like, holy shit. Yep. And even the first movie, like, we went to it, and uh, it was it, uh, it was pleasantly horrible. Yes. You know? it's, it's, I, 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 I had it, it as a, a bad movie that I really enjoy watching. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I had it. I enjoyed it. I've been actually thinking about watching it with my girls and everything. Um, it, it was just, it was fun. There was something of it that it, it they did the turtles right. They exactly. got the brotherhood exactly. right. And that's the key. Yeah. yeah. As long as you get the brothers right, everything, like the movie's going to be watchable. Yeah. Um, but this one, I think they're actually making a good fucking movie, man. I do too. I think they're going to X-Men, I think they're going to X2 this thing. I do too. I, and I can't help but wonder if maybe after the, like the, the, the fiscal success of the first one. Mm-hmm. If they said to the like the creative team, like, look, okay, like you guys have proved, you know, that money's to be made. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna l- let the reins go a little bit, and you guys just give do your us thing. Do your thing. Yep, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like, Bebop and Rocksteady is a fan thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily like they haven't been in every incantation of the turtles. You know. No. No. So like. Were they even in the comics, or are they only the, the cartoon? No, they weren't. They weren't in the original, uh, the original like wave of the comics, like the black and white, or yeah. 
the first color editions. Um, so like, it, it's really one of those things where like, if you see, if you ever, if you were ever to see Bebop and Rocksteady in a fucking Turtles film, there's a good chance that it was going to be fan driven. Yeah. Um, and that's fucking refreshing, man. It's awesome. Absolutely, man. Um, all the turtles look good. I think they've. The only thing that looked goofy to me was uh, Raph had some crazy like samurai looking shoulder armor. Um, that looked kind of that looked kind of weird to me. But I I like the look of them better um, than I did the first time. I, I guess I'm just used to it. Yeah, I think you know maybe I mean? just accepting it now. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen we there was like before we got to see the turtles, there was some really cool like turtle concept art that was going around. And I didn't feel like they picked the the best of their concept art, like for their look. Um, but I, you know, I, I love the way they move. Um, they're they're very they're the most physical turtles we've ever seen. Um, yep. And I'm I'm excited, man. I, I also, think I think one... we're gonna get I think we're gonna get a, get a, the the Fly King. He was the Fly King, right? Uh, no, the Rat King. No, not the, the Fly King. He turned into a fly. No, no, he was just Baxter Stockman. Okay. Yeah, Baxter Stockman was just Baxter Stockman, but the, there there was a Rat King. He like lived in the sewers too, and he like controlled. He had like a Pied Piper of rats. Oh yeah, yeah, control splinter. Um, but like, uh, okay, so <clears throat> the only thing that bothered me, and it's so minor, but I I wouldn't be myself, and I wouldn't be honest if I didn't mention it. Um, is the fucking uh, Donatello's lightning bow staff. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just, it's just, it's just not what I want. Like, I, I get it. He's a techie. He uses technology. Like, I don't feel like it needs to be driven home with an electronic bow staff. And I feel like one of the things that's cool about Donatello is that he is the most technologically savvy of the turtles. And his weapon was like the lowest fucking common denominator of human technology, like a yeah. fucking stick. Yeah. You know, I just, I just always thought that was cool conceptually. Mm-hmm. Um. So whatever. But I, it's not a deal breaker for me. I just. You know, I just got the point. I know every time I say something like this, like there's always somebody somewhere that like rolls their eyes and like gets upset. Like, so goddamn picky. Like, I'm not being picky. I'm just telling you what I don't like. You know, um, and that's and that's one thing that I, I do not like. I, I don't I don't need it to look like the riot weapon in, in Force Awakens. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I like a traditional boost. That's it. All right, sounds good. I'm trying to think of anything I didn't like about it. Turtle Van was awesome. I like Stephen Amell. Um, when those fucking uh, man covers started spitting out. I was yeah. like, hit the button. What button? There's a million buttons. Like that whole ban- that whole banter. Yes, awesome. and like I think in the was in the cartoon was it was it manholes that they spit or was it pizzas? I don't probably maybe I, don't I can't know. remember. But but either way, if like if it was pizzas initially, the manhole cover is a smarter idea and it's a modern take on it that works for cinema. Like I just want to applaud them if they came up with. Yeah, I mean that's that's a deadly fucking weapon, man. Jesus. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. So, um, let me think. I'm going through the whole the the whole jam. It's tricky. Oh yeah, like you know? great song choice. Song from the '80s. Yep. That that, yep. that the tone feels right and w- with a modern update on it. You know what I mean? Like yep. Perfect. And and the one dude who's the, I guess the cameraman. You know, when there's troubles, you know, you want the turtle. Where are the turtles? Why aren't yeah. we with the turtles? Yeah, yeah. Like that whole bit was awesome. I do like how they're coming out a little bit. Like it seems like the city's yeah. I mean the city knows about them already. Um but you know, knowing about them a little bit more is cool. And um yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady. I even like the part when he sort of running like a like a 
uh, Rhino and, and blown up the cars in case he was like skating away from. Them. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I, th- I think Rhino though when it, when uh, when uh, Rocksteady hit that move. Like, yeah, like, man, that's fucking badass. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, and it's funny how like like Rocksteady went straight for uh, straight for Wrath and they started grappling and everything. Um, yeah, dude, I'm just I'm excited. And when is that coming out, man? I don't know. So much, so much good stuff coming out here. I'm soon. guessing maybe you know, next fall. Maybe I would, I would, I would imagine they try to have it for summer. But yeah. I don't know. Oh man! All right, so uh, you want to take a break and do uh, what you might call it? Yeah. Apocalypse. Probably yeah, probably. Watch it. Hey, just don't start this one too early without me, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll take a break, guys. We'll be right back. Go ahead and do yourself a favor. Watch them as well. Oh, well, the first thing I, I got to start out with is that. I kind of got to hand props to Brian Singer. And I know that I've kind of given him some heartache in the past. Um, it's funny, man. Like, I'm not a huge Brian Singer fan. He's done some movies that I really liked. Uh, the first X-Men, you know, which I, I think it's easy to say was probably the worst. It's probably the worst X-Men movie ever, right? The first? Yeah, the first no, X-Men. I think the third is the worst. Really? I think, yeah. the, I think X-Men won. Because I, the reason I think it's worse... Well, let me let me let me rephrase that. I think it's the 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 poorest executed because I don't think it was he was given enough time. I know there was an interview way back when where he thought he was having an extra year to finish yeah, it. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, and and so there's like some problems with with it on that end. Just just some kind of goofiness and some really issues with with the whole movie. I I understand what you're saying about about X Men Three, but I think X Men Three's biggest failure is that was Wolverine Friends. Um, no, I disagree. Super Wolverine and Friends. I, I disagree. I, I, I mean, it was Wolverine and Friends, but I, I, I think that the the biggest problem with X Men Three is they just said fuck who these characters are. Fuck it. Fuck them. Maybe we're just gonna have them in. Psylocke, bad guy, doesn't matter. Have her in. Yeah. Just, you know, like they just didn't. Well, was it? Was shit. it? Was she even Psylocke? Did she ever? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. she called herself credited. Psylocke. She's credited. Okay. Okay. So I, I think that one thing that's important with the whole the whole X-Men universe is that Days of Future Past did something brilliant. Yes. It erased all the crap. Yes. It, it acknowledges that it exists. It acknowledges that, you know, those other movies exist in a different timeline, but we're able to hit the reset button in changing so much. So like without the, rebooting. Exactly. So the Psylocke that is now is not the same Psylocke, nor, no. nor it, it may not even be the same person. You know, maybe right. it's the same soul. You know, I don't, I don't know, um, and uh, so I, I, there's a couple of things that, of this that I'm really, I'm really happy with. Uh, the first one is, is that I love the the beginning part when he says Ra, Krishna, Yahweh. Yeah. I've had many names. Um, you know, of course, you know, Ra being the god of the sun for the Egyptian. I don't know who Krishna is. I mean, I guess Krishna that's an in, uh, Indian, the, the Indian guy. Yeah. yeah, and then of course Yahweh is is the, the name of Christian yeah God. the name of the the God of Abraham. It's an acronym for He who is without name. Yeah. So uh, and also, dude, like this dude Oscar, like he's been in that movie Ex Machina. He's gonna be in Star Wars, and now he's Apocalypse, right? The dude, he's he's Poe uh, Dameron, correct? Oh, really? I didn't I, know. That. I th- I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he is. I'm gonna look him up real quick. Um, I'm a IMDb that shit. I'm pretty like this guy, dude. Not for nothing. Like Ex Machina is probably one of my one of my favorite like kind of low key movies that have come out this year. Just like I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. It's good, man. It's good. Um, 
and oh shit, let me just go ahead and check out X Men Apocalypse. But yeah, but, I love, I love that too. I love the like I've had many names that whole bit like, and it ties into him building the pyramids at the end of Days of Future Past. Yep. And, yep. Um, and it ties into the whole like lore of Insabanor and you know what I mean, all that shit. Like, um, right. yeah, Oscar Isaac is his name. Uh huh. And uh, his filmography right now, just to verify. Imagine if I was wrong. The idiot I'd be. Oscar Isaac is definitely Poe Dameron. Yeah, so Poe Dameron, he's uh, in Subnor Apocalypse. He is... Uh, I haven't seen this movie Mojave, Mojave, but it's supposed to be pretty good. He was Nathan in Ex Machina. Um, let me see if there's anything else that I've seen him in. The Born... The Born Legacy, he was a character in that, I don't recall who he was in that. Uh, damn it. Um, he was in Sucker Punch. He was in Robin Hood. Damn. He was in Shay. Check him out. Yeah, he's been in a lot of, 32 movies or films he's been in. Um, but yeah, dude, that guy, uh, I think that guy's going to be the next, one of the next big things. You know, he, he like everything I've seen him in thus far, he's been really good. All right, so there was that. His voice sounded good. Uh, like, that was one thing. Because he wasn't going to talk like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and, and I have a feeling um, that he, uh, his voice probably changes as, as he does change. We did see him get big at one point. Yes. But that might have been, like, you know, inside Xavier's mind because Xavier looked like he was walking then. Um, but you know what, man? I, I kind of take back all the issues I have with his look. When I, once I see him moving, and he does have those cheek things, they do, they are there. There's that one yes. shot. You really don't get to see him much, you know, straight on. And maybe that's something like when his size starts to change, he looks different, like he evolves. Yeah, they're just not like locked onto his mouth. He has the tubes around his arm. Yeah, the cables, uh, the armor themselves look look interesting. Um, the whole bring the whole horseman, the four horsemen of apocalypse in. We saw Archangel. I'm fucking thrilled with that. He didn't look too archangelly, uh, but he also didn't look, you know, um, you know, too. It, it was like a right blend of like how he looked in the comic books, but at the same time making him look, you know, more realistic. Uh, I like the Bible references. I did the, too. The one interesting thing I saw was Myst- we never saw a blue Mystique. Yeah, and uh, she's blonde, like really blonde. Really? Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. She had dark hair before, right? Yeah. And we saw yeah. a Nightcrawler. We did see Nightcrawler. Uh, he looks good. Angel. All right, let, let me talk. Let me Before we start breaking this thing down. All right, you go ahead. Give me your input. Um, I think this is a, a really well-done trailer. Yes. And the reason why is because I have no idea what the fuck is going on, and I'm curious. Yes. Um, so I dig, I dig the trailer. I th- it's like... It doesn't have a whole lot of replay value to me, mm-hmm. um, but it has definitely like wet my appetite. Like as far as like, okay, what is this? What's going on here? You know, like it's an it's it's busy as shit without giving away anything. I feel like is this supposed to take place in the seventies? I don't know, um, but like uh, I I like the tone of Apocalypse. I'm still not sold on the look of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to come down to this guy's performance. You know, if he can sell me Apocalypse, I, 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 I'm, I'm on board. He sells it to me when he's got a Jedi cloak on. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure if he sells it to me when he's just wearing the armor. Uh, so that's how I feel about the trailer in general. Now, as far as particular things about it, like no Wolverine. Yeah. I, it, now, Wolverine has been... They said that he was going to be in it at one point, right? Like have yeah. a cameo? Yeah, well, I think it was more than a cameo, but it doesn't appear to be much more than a cameo. Only if there's this box on IMDb who I can see the cast. Uh, let me see. Let me see what they're what we're saying with that. Or was this next Wolverine film the last film? I thought it was he was signed on for this and then the Wolverine and then that was it. Um and, and, and the Wolverine movie's supposed to be an old man Logan. I know that it's supposed to be an old man Logan. I don't know. But he's he's not present in the trailer. Well, Stryker's in here. There is somebody who's who's called Death. Alexander Summers, William Stryker, Kurt Wagner, Scott Summers, Hank McCoy, Jean Grey. Oh, yeah, I don't like Sansa's Jean Grey. I, I just can't do it, man. I like her. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't know why it is. Charles Xavier, more Mattaggard. Beastie. Yeah. Who's Beastie Brad? I don't know. Oh, Betsy. That's that's oh, uh, 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 Psylocke. Yeah. yeah. Durka. Evan Peters is Peter. I don't know who that's supposed to be. Me neither. Eric Leischer. And then Raven is Jennifer Lawrence. Um, so there's no Hugh Jackman in, in on IMDb. Huh. Very interesting. Let me just go check Hugh Jackman. See if, if his... So this will be the first. This will be the first X Men movie without Hugh Jackman. I think that's smart. Um, yeah, well, especially if they're going to be moving away from him. Yes, exactly. Like it's better to do it in a big movie than to have the the next big small movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not have him in it. Yeah. So I think that's actually smart. Um, well, hold on a second, though. Hold on a second. Let me let me make sure. I'm checking Hugh Jackman. Untitled Wolverine sequel, 2017. Blackbeard, no, he's not. He's not credited in this. Huh? So the last he was uh, Days of Future Past, 2014. Night in Museum. Does seem a little weird. Me, Earl and the Dying Girl, Chappie, Pan, Eddie and the Eagle, Broadway, The Greatest Show on Earth, and Untitled Wolverine movie. So they'll have to explain why he's not there, don't you think? Well, remember when he woke up in the future. We don't know how far in the future that is. Like we, like we don't know when days in the future past took place. It might be 2025. So we don't know when he got involved with the X Men. It's That's safe to say. It's safe to say point. that at right no, now. No, we do know when he. Got, well, we only know because from the, from the reboot. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So he probably isn't part of the team yet. Yeah, that that might be that might be the issue. So. And then when they bring in, if they bring in another Wolverine, they could bring in a different actor. It'd be fine. Yeah. That's true. Well, how many more of these are they going to do? I thought this was the end of the trilogy for the for the Days of Future Past. Oh, they've never said that. Huh. Yeah, because Gambit's supposed to be the, the, the center of the, of, the, of the following X-Men films. And he's not in it either. No, because he gets introduced in the solo movie. Hmm. Which, which, which every other week seems like it isn't going to happen. Yeah. So it may, that, that film may not actually happen. It, that thing might get entirely scrapped and started over. Because mm-hmm. it just seems like a bad omen right now. But, but let's not talk about that for this for the time period. But like, okay, uh, other thing I want to talk about that I'm not sold on, mm-hmm. Angel. Really? 
It, yeah. we, all we have is that one really fast slow mo. Yes. Obviously, three D. Yes, obviously, you know. painfully obvious. Yeah. Um, scene. Now, if if we get a silver winged angel, like if we go from, you know what I mean, like if we go from feathers to blades. Um. Well, he's obviously archangel. Well, he unless that's a vision of what he could be, or do you know what I mean? Maybe. Like if if he was if he was angel, like if he was angel, and then he was having a vision of what it, what would happen if he became archangel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if we go from feathers to blades, like there's a there's a chance we may not get feathers at all. Well, remember, archangel hasn't been angel hasn't been introduced in the new the new storyline. I know, but but that's what I'm saying. Like when apocalypse comes, angel could be with him already. Yes, I'm tracking. So we may not get feathers at all. We may only get blades. I will be a little bummed out if we don't get the 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 blue skinned angel. Okay. I'm like, but, but let me say this: like, Archangel is one of my favorite X Men characters. Like, it's probably Gambit, Wolverine, Archangel in that order. Um, I love in the books. Um, especially in the nineties, but even like in that X Force book that you're holding, like how tortured he remains from that one single incident mm-hmm. that that is like a life defining incident. But like he had so much. History. Oh, maybe that's who Peter is. Maybe he's just referred to as Death because wasn't he? Isn't he supposed to be the Angel of Death? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yep. There you have it. But like, I want a blue skinned Archangel, man. Well, I mean, does he does he have blue skin? Because mm-hmm. all you see is that one big kind of flash of it. Nah, it's it's long enough. You can see his white, you know, it's a white guy with blonde hair. Now the blonde hair I'm good with because even as Archangel, he has the blonde hair. There, I saw some, uh, there's some place that they had some clips of the uh, Air 55 screenshots from X-Men Apocalypse. But he's still, he's still very much, you know, a white guy with metal wings. So we got bald McElroy at the end there. Love it. I do too. Looks the shit. It does he look the shit. He pulls it off perfectly. But why? So why do you think he's bald? No clue. And I'm not going to lie, man. I'm looking at this shot right now where you see uh, Apocalypse with his cheeks. He's got the armor on. That armor looks badass, dude. He's even got the little Omega symbol in the armor. Yeah, I just don't know how I feel about it yet. It looks different than the purple, the purple armor. The um, what was I gonna say? The, the 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 only thing I will say, and once again, going back to the same thing with turtles, this movie's a long way out, right? Yeah. So the digital effects that we're seeing in this in this fucking trailer are is not going to be what it looks like, mm-hmm. like because now like Hollywood has pretty much gotten to the standard of the digital effects wrap three weeks before release. Have you noticed that? Yep. Um, so it, this is not what it's gonna look like at all. Like it's gonna be cleaned up. It's gonna be refined. It's gonna look good, but. The scene with Magneto and Storm, like kind of establishing them as two of the horsemen, yeah, looks very first five minutes of Mortal Kombat two to me. <laughs> yeah, do you notice that Moira Metagard is on the plane with Beast, with Quicksilver, with Mystique, and they all have the exact same armor on? Oh, I, I did not. Cause there's so many fast. Yeah, it's fast as shit, man. Fast as shit. Are you looking at it on Facebook? I'm on I'm on superhero hype. Okay. I'll try to go there now. 
Uh, ooh, actually, here you go, man. I, there's a scene, I'm looking at this photograph, and you see Angel with the angel wings. And it looks to be in a show in a cage, like there's an amphitheater, and people are, are looking at him. I, I like the way Cerebro looked as well. Um, and Ju, Ju, I, Jubilee looks too, I mean, I guess it takes place in the 80s. Jubilee looks very bubblegum. Yeah, I dig me. her, though. I dig her. I know you do. You love that, you love that bubblegum Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched to see what happens. It's funny. Like, it's funny sometimes, man. Like, be careful what you wish for type of thing is because sometimes like the costume, once it translates in film, like, I just think that the Psylocke costume looks ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. board. I'm sure you are, but it just looks like, like, first of all, Olivia Munn is a hot chick, man. And, like, she just has, like, this granny panty underwear-looking front piece. You know, it's just not attractive to me. I like a, I like a nice low-cut undie line. And, uh, you know, the satellite costume, just, it just looks it looks ridiculous. Like, why, why would she have this leg thing? I mean, it, it makes sense in a comic book because it's sexy. And, and basically, it's a nude, it's a nude figure with, with lines drawn in it. And those lines are colored in so the person's not naked. Um, but it, it's, like, you know... I don't know. I'm not saying I, I like, kick out. I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say this. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It just makes it look like she's got a fupa, and she's like one of the like the hottest chicks out there. And I don't think that she needs to have a fupa in a sidelock outfit. Is this a sidelock fupa? I think she'll look fine. I, I, I guess I understand how you feel about Batman's head now. <laughs> is is did we see Rogue at all? No, because she wouldn't be part of the team no, she's yet not either. Born yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like the timeline thing is pretty interesting. I'm looking through these screenshots too. So there's Beast. So he's definitely all right. And then we have uh, Nightcrawler. Looks great. Perfect. And they carried on with the tattoos and yep. all that. Nice yep. choice. Jubilee is perfect, regardless of what any hater may tell you. Uh, I like Quicksilver being in it. Uh, he's fine. He, he's he's not he's 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 not the best Quicksilver. I don't think that they've made the best Quicksilver yet. But he's fine. He doesn't bother me. He's good enough. I think it's his hair that irritates me. Um, Storm looks great. Yep, Storm looks perfect. Um, Storm looks perfect. Yeah. Who is this? Oh, that's a young... So we're going to see Apocalypse Evolve, maybe? Maybe. Because 27 of 55. He's Uh, got, like, the tat... It looks like a tattoo of the line, of the cheek lines. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Is that like the drawing? No, 27 and 55 are the stills. Oh, man, I'm on the wrong. I'm probably on the wrong photographs. Stand by. I, my screenshot. I'm looking through. I'm continuing to look through this. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and we're we're pretty much sure that's Psylocke, Magneto, Storm, and Angel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Angel. There's there's Archangel. There's Metal Wings, and he's a white guy. I'm not feeling that. I want a blue. Why don't? Why not just go the distance? You know what I mean? And I, I'm not sure how I feel about. I guess I'll have to see how they do it. You know, the the more I think about it, like I don't. I'm not sure if I like the Four Horsemen lineup. Oh really? Yeah. Like, there are horsemen in the past that have just been villains. Like, why not just use them? I don't know. You know, I, I'm everybody guessing... likes everybody likes a, a a 
good guy that used to be a bad guy. You know, it's funny too. Actually, they're working with the CIA again. I'm guessing that Psylocke, Storm, and uh, Angel will all become heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope anyway, because if that's not the case either, that will be a real. I mean, problem. of course they will. Uh, I mean, they've fucked Psylocke up in the past. Yeah. Uh, do you hope that her and Angel have a relationship in this one? I mean, I don't care. I'm okay with it. You know, what's interesting is, like, in the in the X-Men comics... Like oh, yeah, that is, it does look like he's young there. Yeah. In the X-Men comics, like, in, in the 90s, um, I used to really love, like, the, the, the relationship between Psylocke and Wolverine. You know, they had this history together. It was never sexual. It was all yeah. mutual respect and, like, previous missions and understanding of one another. Because, mm-hmm. like, Wolverine had let him in his mind, all this shit. Like, there was a lot of cool shit that happened there. Like, uh, I hope that they're able to explore that somewhat with her. Like she's a she's a pretty cool character when they use her as more than a sex symbol. I hope she has a British accent though. Yeah, me too. Oh, me too. Some of the things: Psylocke, Olivia Munn, and in a in a British yeah, accent. Nothing hotter than an Asian chick with a British accent. Oh, my mind. You're telling me. <laughs> um. All right. So, yeah. so there's that one scene where we see they're they're all in the hall. Oh, actually, you know what, dude? What? That young person with the tattoos. That's Angel. Because look at image. If you look at image thirty-three or fifty-five, you see him in the background. But he's white. He's white, and it isn't only he has the angel wings. No, it looks like it looks like he has archangel wings. Yeah. And then you got Eric. All right, so is I Eric? I guess is definitely the horseman of war. I don't know. I don't know, but I would guess that. Um, you know, I I I don't I, used to, I don't think that's Warren in the, in the blue skin. Uh, twenty-seven. No, I, I hope it's it the same haircut, man. Maybe when it when it turns his powers on, he becomes more blue. I mean, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. He definitely looks like he's he is uh, not in like the look on his face. It's like he's not looks like he's not on board. All right, so. So if Archangel's death, Magneto is probably war. Rogue is probably pestilence. Uh, Psylocke, you mean? Or Storm? No, Storm. I'm sorry, Storm is probably pestilence. And then, then there's famine. Psylocke's famine. Maybe. I don't think I like uh, Xavier's new fancy-looking silver chair. A little much for me. Doesn't bother me. I'm good with it. Yeah, but no Mystique photographs. She's not blue in any of these. And I wonder if she's like, I'm not doing this paint again. Well, did she, what happened at the end of Days of Future Past? She became Stryker. That's right. She was, you know, Stryker got, you know, she's, she took Wolverine, so she knows where Wolverine is. All right, so there's one cool scene here. You see Xavier punch Apocalypse, and Apocalypse grows and pins him to the ground. I wonder if that's all you're you're going to get Oh, yeah. You know what? Now that I look at this freeze frame, you know, Archangel looks a, little, looks a little goof in that silver costume. He looks like something. I can't put my finger on it. Like Robocop almost. I feel a little Robocop. Uh, Storm looks badass. Like, did she like, travel with that lightning, it looks like? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. But you know there's got to be an end game with Magneto. Magneto ain't going to take shit from nobody. Yeah. So... But dude, that 
that uh that fifty of fifty five apocalypse badass right there. Mm-hmm. And there's that that scene where he's like it looks like as though he's in cerebro. But the reason why he looks badass because you can't see his head fully. That's true. Like I wonder. All right, so you know where Xavier's eyes are going black. Yeah. I wonder if Apocalypse is using his power to like get into Xavier's mind, so Apocalypse can find all the mutants. You know. Yeah. And what do you think the meaning of of Xavier being bald is? Because I mean, he had a, some handsome head of hair. He did. Early on. I don't on. know. I'm jealous I, by that 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 I head of hair. Some, I guess something happens. You know. I you know, like. You know, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'll be wowed by it, but I think I'll be like, that's that's cool. Do you think it symbolizes his powers advancing? Maybe. Like, in canon wise, X Men canon, how 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 is Apocalypse immune to psychic attack? I don't think so. I mean, he, he is super strong, you know, and he is the first mutant. Um, but I don't think he's immune to psychic attack. And then, like the the six one six cannon, the the Grand Evolutionary or whatever the hell they are, they're the ones that like gave him more power, right? Something like that. He was the first mutant, but they're like they gave him his, the power that he what he is now. He wasn't like born with this powerful. Yeah, there is something to that. Um. But anyway, the, the trailer I think is brilliantly executed. I think it leaves me wanting more. It gets me excited about this film. I wasn't I wasn't excited before. It's almost like I, I'm almost getting to the point. I just just shut up, just shut up and enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy it. Just shut up. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, but it's good to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, if we didn't talk about it, what the fuck would we talk about on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, how's how how's how the grades doing? Um, the uh, the so we got some Star Wars news that's unrelated to uh, Force Awakens. All right, so this so Tyler can stay for this one. Yes, Tyler. As you know, we will tell you when to turn off. And Tyler is also a metaphor for everyone who doesn't want spoilers or yeah. potential spoilers. Um, it seems that two projects exploring the dark and gritty side of the Star Wars universe, both of which were presumed dead with the acquisition of Lucasfilm by Disney, may be showing signs of life once more. Uh, slash film asked Lucasfilm producer Kathleen Kennedy whatever became of the work done for the live action TV show being developed under the working title Star Wars Underground here's what she had to say bringing up the cancelled video game Star Wars 1313 in the process no interestingly enough that's an area we spent a lot of time reading through the material that he developed is something uh, spend a lot, that's an area we spend a lot of time reading through the, the, the material he developed is something we very much would like to explore and there was 1313 the game where there was at that point Slash Film mentions the wonderful concept art for Star Wars 1313 that was released online unbelievable so our attitude is we don't want to throw any of that stuff away it's gold and it's something we've spending a lot of time looking at pouring through discussing and we may very well develop these things further we definitely want to for those who are a little lost at this point, Star Wars Underground was a live-action TV series first developed at the Star, first revealed at the Star Wars Celebration three in two thousand five, where Nerd Rage Radio was attending. Uh, the series was aiming for a two thousand nine premiere, and George Lucas had ambitious plans for the series to run four hundred episodes, shooting a state-of-the-art studio built in his own backyard. The series would have been set between three and four, and would have explored the seedier side of the capital planet of Coruscant. Um, adapting a more noir tone than had been seen in Star Wars movies before. Pre-production began on the series, and Lucas is rumored to have written the first 100 episodes before his plans were dashed, supposedly by angry neighbors. 
project was shelved. Really? Yeah, that's what it says. Hmm. The, pro- the project was shelved, but the assets that had been developed were eventually repurposed by LucasArts for Star Wars 1313, a video game with a similar tone that was named for Coruscant's level 1313, an area notorious for its criminal element. Uh, it was revealed in EG in 2012 with footage of a nameless bounty hunter exploring Coruscant's underbelly. Rumor has it that the bounty hunter would eventually have been revealed to be Boba Fett during the early days of his career. Unfortunately, development on Star Wars 1313 was ceased by Disney, purchased Lucasfilm, dissolved LucasArts. So what does all this mean? Uh, so the Star Wars 1313 trademark was allowed to lapse, but level 1313 still exists in the new canon, having appeared in Star Wars The Clone Wars and the novels Dark Discipline and Aftermath, which are uh, which are the new canon EU. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Underworld and 1313 will be put back into full development, or maybe the work done on them will be repurposed once more. It seems to be never-ending stream of rumors concerning the live-action Star Wars series on Netflix or a Boba Fett spin-off movie, so there's no shortage of outlets for this material to be used and explored. Hmm. I'm on board. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. good with that. I, I, you know what? I, I'm not really... I don't really need any more Boba Fett, though. Well, see, I disagree. I'm, not, I, I'm saying I don't need it. I'm not saying I wouldn't no, I don't like need it. it. I, yeah, I, I hear you. I don't need it, but I, I think that it is something like I feel like that is a spinoff show or movie that could really be an asset. I agree. I mean, it could be an asset. I just like, oh god, people are gonna hate me for this thing. Like, I I, I kind of think that Boba Fett is is kind of over is maybe like the first in the definition of the term overrated. No, that's a fairly popular. I'm not saying he's not popular. No, I'm no, no. Saying, I'm saying I'm saying that's a fairly popular opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's not that I don't like him. He's no, he's, he's a he's a he's a cool looking character that's yeah, ultimately looked, thrown away. He looks cool. He was yeah. He was you know smart. He's captured Darth Han. Maul. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Like, uh, there was rumors that that hit the interwebs. Um, and we talk about the dark and dangerous place that that is. Yeah. <clears throat> but there were rumors that hit the interwebs that uh, they were going to re-establish Darth. Uh, Darth. No, that's just me having wet dreams. That they were going to re-establish Boba Fett, and that, that what they were going to do was uh, Boba Fett will have been this ever-changing legacy. Character. Yes. Yeah. I, I think they should Doctor Who him. And like that every, every few years, there's a new Boba shit. Fett takes over, and the other one's gone. And well, what they were new, saying was that it was going to be like a badass. So Boba Fett is the biggest badass of all badasses. Mm-hmm. And eventually he pairs off against an up-and-coming badass. Mm-hmm. And that badass kills Boba Fett mm-hmm. and then takes the armor. And now the, the, the current badass is even more badass than the previous badass. Yeah, I wouldn't so mind Boba that. Fett is always currently the most badass motherfucker in the universe. Or somehow even, I wouldn't even mind something like somehow takes the skill and knowledge. You know, what if, what if the armor... Somehow has a sentience in it, and the new whoever uh, takes over I like that. it. I don't I like mind that. it. I, I like I like it being a man. I like it being a man. With, I like it being Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne. Um, but anyway, like I just think that's a cool idea, and I think it gets it away from the little obnoxious kid in episode two, which is always also. Huh. You mean Dad? Yeah. Let's go, Dad. If you watched episode two, which I just did recently, like there's yeah. there's like scenes where he just blatantly looks at the camera. Oh, for real. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Um, so, uh, some other news: uh, Non Force Awakens. Uh, Julian McMahon, or McMahon, McMahon, Julian McMahon, let's say, uh, would like to play Doctor Doom again. 
Hmm. He, he played Doctor Doom in the original Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. He's also and in he Nip Tuck. And yeah, yep, yep, the same. And uh, he would like to get. He said it's interesting. I was thinking the other day, <clears throat> and I looked online and looked at the new Fantastic Four movie, and I saw it, saw the trailer, and I just thought, okay, that's interesting. But I never got to express Doctor Doom the way that I saw Doctor Doom, which is not a good sign, by the way. I might add. Mm-hmm. Um, if Marvel Studios got Doctor Doom back and I could play him the way I wanted to, as a sniveling conniving freaky guy i would do that for sure a sniveling conniving that's not him yeah so fuck this guy yeah Yeah. no you don't get to do that again fuck you when was he sniveling conniving freaky guy he doesn't know this guy doesn't know it's just how he sees the character this guy doesn't fucking know look at his face he's never read a comic in his life yeah he's pretty um you know I, i would love to uh to see like a Doctor Doom movie, like an origin movie of him just being a badass, like an anti-hero movie, like everything from him. Like, doesn't he like kill his mother? I don't. I don't know that much about him. I, I only know him from uh, the times where I've seen him sit in on the fucking Illuminati. So I don't. I don't really know that much about. Well, him. Well, I mean, all right. First off, he's not like the natural born king of Latveria. Right. Like he was like a his parent was like a peasant. But there's something there is something special about his birth. Like he was. I don't want to say he had, like a son of a demon or something like that, but I mean like he wasn't like your average kid, and he started like dabbling in the dark arts, <laughs> and like the Doctor Doom armor is basically like the technologically it's the equivalent of Iron Man mixed with um, Doctor Strange, like it is just as much a technological wonder as it is a, a, a mystical wonder, and there's been one point in Doctor Doom's history where he like went back in time. And like to like the dawn of the dinosaurs, and lived, and didn't reveal himself until his future self or his his real self went back in time, and then he came back and revealed himself. Like he stood by, and let time take its course while he was like in the shadows for millennia, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is just is kind of badass in itself, you know. But he's super smart, um, super he, powerful, super powerful. He's probably the most powerful. Marvel villain that exists, even I mean, I, even before the um, what took took place in um, you know him ripping out Thanos' skeleton apparently, which I haven't read and ooh, did we forget to put the spoiler stuff out? Um, sorry, sorry guys, my bad. Um, I mean, I've always liked this character. The only and the, the interesting thing about him is his only real weakness is like his jealousy slash hatred slash kind of admiration for Reed Richards who is probably the smartest man in the Marvel Universe, or any of the Marvel Universes. He's even smarter than Tony. Tony's just the best engineer in the Marvel Universe. Like, yeah. he just he just does machines. <clears throat> you know? um, other news, uh, Stringer Bell. <laughs> I, 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 can, I always forget how to pronounce oh, it. Oh, I, I, I just, um, damn, Elba. I had it. Elba. Yeah, Elba's his Elba. last name. Um, he's awesome. Love that guy. He's up for the lead role in the adaptation of Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Now I've only read the the comics, the Dark Tower, and then more specifically the ones that Jay Lee drew, mm-hmm. uh, and it was good. Um, but this is this is a race change, um, so there's that. You know, um, you know, I just elbowed. They like uh, rumored at him being the next James Bond. Yes, I would have. I, 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 you know what? I'm down for it. I would have been. Ma- down for let's that make too. it happen. I would have been down for that too. Um, and I don't really care about the race change here. I think. Because I'm not really vested in that character, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I just find it generally obnoxious for the sake of it being generally obnoxious. Well, there is some 
I know you're not a James Bond fan per se. No, not at all. There Don't is like some James Bond bit. theory that it's it's like the title it is is like when you're the badass, the badass you become James Bond. Like it's it's a like the movies are in in oh, continuity. Cool. See, and it, if that's if that's the case, like that's that's even more awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like if it was like a code name or something. Like that's that's even like the awesome. James Bond identity gets passed down. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. I, like that's even more perfect for him because I think that he has he has all of the right. Oh, he's got the swagger, charismatic. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's got. He's that character. Have you ever watched that show Luther with with him in it? No, the BBC show. Highly recommend it. Um, of course, it's a BBC BBC show, so it's like three hour and a half episodes each. Um, but it's got the female. I want to say the female lead in it. Probably one of the most interesting characters um, out there. She's like this female, basically this female Hannibal Lecter, almost. Um, minus eating people. Like She's not as badass as Hannibal Lecter, but she's pretty badass. Uh, but the the interesting part about it is he's this, he's this detective, and um, like in the first episode, he's trying to capture her, and it's almost like he can't like he knows he can't cat like she's 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 gotten away with it you know what i mean uh but the interesting part is is their relationship throughout the rest of the series you know they almost have this friendship they almost admire each other's brilliance in their own way um which is just a fasc- fascinating uh show in itself i mean it doesn't get stupid or anything it's not like they're this big romantic thing um it's just you know yeah you got away with that and uh one of these days, I'm going to capture you and put you in jail. But while I'm not putting you in jail, I'm dealing with another psychopath that's like you. What do you think of it? You know, and, and it's so there's that that's that that Hannibal Lecter thing. Even though she's free and she's not in jail, um, but it's called Luther. He's like a cop with some serious anger management issues, and uh, it's a damn good show. Um, damn good show. And the next bit of information is Will Smith's Deadshot rumored for solo Batman. So it's gonna be a dead, dead shot, um, Deathstroke movie. Um, uh, here's here's uh, the <laughs> here's the uh, here's the interesting thing. Well, not interesting, predictable as what I would say. Uh, they're gonna team up. Really? Yep. Because you can't have Will Smith be a fucking bad guy. Because we live in a world where Will Smith can never be a bad guy. Hmm. Um, I'm irritated by that whole thing. And I, Will Smith generally irritates me, um, so that's 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 nothing I'm excited. You're to hear. more of a DJ Jazzy Jeff fan. No, I'm, I'm I, I like uh, Will Smith's uh, uncle, uncle whatever his name was. I don't or, know. In the uh, in the show, uh, the no. one he lived with, Uncle shit, Uncle yeah. Phil, Uncle Phil. Yeah, I'm much more of an Uncle Phil fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I, I just I, I, I now now if this was now I don't I don't care for Will Smith. Um, I, I think he's amazing in Ali. Um, it's not that I don't recognize his talent and I I love uh, iRobot. You know what I mean? But Will Smith's range is just so like I don't know if it's his range. I think he actually has the chops, but it's just like the types of roles that he plays are always so boring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just predictable and dull. I actually think this. I, I actually think this Deadshot is an interesting role for him. I, I'm interested to see what he does with with, with just, the Void. I know exactly. They're, they're just going to turn him into a hero. Maybe. 
just going to turn him into the, 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 the as good as a bad guy can be. Is that something that we've seen Will Smith do before? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that, I think the only reason why we're going to say he's a bad guy is because he's in prison. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think as far as we know him, he'll be the same Will Smith hero we see in every other movie, just one that got out of prison. Okay. Time to save the world. <laughs> uh it's you know it's funny they they've already kind of done the the hit, the hero esque but still badass um uh dead shot in the arrow show um kind of sacrificed himself yada 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 might still be alive you never know he's a, he's a sneaky fuck um so i i will be interested to see what happens with that uh you know what how they spin off will smith if they're going to do something similar to that yeah. Um, which I, I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't hate it in, in the arrow. Um, and even in the suicide squad, he does have some honor to him. You know what I mean? He, he, he is an honorable, he's an honorable uh, murderer. I, I mean, but like, you know, like in, in the DC universe, he's not really that honorable, you know, like, like, like if you read, like, like he's, he's a, uh, a, a heavy character. Like he's a big character in villains United mm-hmm. and it's, you know, he's, He's like he's a, he's a piece of shit, you know. Like he, he's a bad guy. But doesn't he have a daughter? Like even in the even the comic, and that he's he, may, he may he may very well. But he's this is the same guy. Like I think he killed a bunch of like a Catman. Like he killed the, the Lion Pride or something for Catman in, or, in order to get Catman back into the game. Like I can't remember. Like he's kind of. I mean, he's, I'm he's not kind saying of shit. He's kind he? of a shithead, you know. All like right. he's a bad guy. Like he's well, not a good guy. Well, I don't you know, think he's. he's I don't not think Will he's. Smith. He's not after Earth. He's not fucking uh, Independence Day. Like he's, you know, like if they, if Will Smith doesn't act, and they just fucking say, okay, Will Smith, we want you to just be Will Smith with this fucking patch on your eye. I'm fucking out. I don't care for it. <laughs> I don't know. I need to go back and read some Deadshot stuff. I mean, I know he has the daughter and all that bit, and I know there's like a, a, a at times he has like this code or whatever, but ugh. like anything, it might be you know whoever's writing him. Well, well, it's it's just how they it's just what they choose to emphasize, and yeah. I, I just get the feeling that this is the same Will Smith that we see in every fucking Will Smith movie, and that's yeah. fine, but just make him make him cyborg, make him cyborg, yeah, too old, make him John Lantern. Oh, uh, no, John Stewart, you mean? Yeah, John Stewart. I don't know if I could do that, man. Uh, I, nah, I'm just I just saying, Alba would be awesome. Elba would be awesome, John Stewart. Make him a black hero. Maybe he wants to be a bad guy, man. Then be a fucking bad guy. That's maybe what I'm he, saying. Maybe he will be a bad guy. No, he won't. It just, like if this, if this report is true, he's not. So, so what are they teaming up for? Uh, a, a common foe. They're going to be apparently they're going to be somewhat reluctant to join sides and all this shit, but they're going to do it. Like it's just like I, I don't understand why Batman is is all right. Okay, I understand the Batman versus Superman team up, but Batman doesn't really need to need to to team up with anybody else besides a Nightwing or Robin from time to time, and obviously that's not going to happen. But imagine how many ticket sales. Yes, it's Will Smith. You know that's that's I don't want DC to get wrapped up in this Will Smith machine. Yeah, that is concerning. 
somewhat concerning. Be by fucking Wild West 2. Hey, man, watch your mouth. <laughs> that shit is so funny to hear about that giant spider. The same guy, one of that spider who directed, who was, gonna, who was part of the Superman uh, Lives movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know how that guy got to start? He was Barbara Streisand's hairdresser. Um, so no, Kate no, Blanchett. No, no comment to that. Nah, I, don't, I don't give a shit, really. <laughs> you don't think that's interesting? No, I hate Barbara <laughs> Streisand. I hate her too. Her and Smith should do a movie together. The um, <clears throat> uh, Kate Blanchett is uh signed on for Thor Ragnarok. Is is she signed on or is there talks? Um, I'm trying to pull up the article, but my fucking phone is fucking up. But it says Thor Ragnarok enlists Kate Blanchett. So maybe Hella. Oh, but then it says it's in talks to join Marvel, so who knows? I think it's Hella? Or Enchantress. I thought they already got Enchantress picked up. No, no, they said there's going to be one female. They said there's going to be, I think, I, I forget what the wording was, but that there's, there's going to be at least one female character. Um, and, it's either, you know, and then we, you and I, theorize that it's either going to be Hella or Enchantress. Hmm. Enchantress is blonde. Yeah. That's true. I think she'd make, I think she'd make a good enchantress. I think it's too similar to the elf bitch. No, it's too similar kind of concept for her. How the hell can you say that after just fucking talking about Will Smith? Uh, no, I'm I'm I love Kate, Kate Blanchett. You know, man, she's no, but you know, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, we, we just we just had a conversation about Will Smith playing the same type of character. I mean, I don't think Will Smith should be Deadshot. You know, I never I, I never thought that was an appropriate casting. Never. I just, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just asking about, you know, his acting or whatever. I don't think he. I mean, I, my, my whole, my whole part of that argument was, is he going to be a bad guy? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, he's definitely going to be a good guy just because he's Will Smith. I can see your, your worry in that. But back to Kate Blanchett, I just think that she'd be better, be more interesting to see her as Hella than it would see her as the Enchantress. I think she's too old to play the Enchantress. I don't know. I think she'd be good. She's a she's a hell of an actor. I mean, it's just like it's she's just like, it's it, like I feel like there's a lot of parallels with this Will Smith situation. She's a hell of an actress. Will Smith, I feel like, is a hell of an actor. Like uh, the character that he plays in the Pure Happiness or whatever that movie was, um, and then Seven Pounds, whatever that movie was, and then Ali. You know, all those roles mm-hmm. are signs and indications of a really talented actor. It's just that the overwhelming amount of his fucking catalog, he plays the same character. And I think that Kate Blanchett is in a similar situation where, like, you know, she obviously has the chops, right? Like, she's been in, she's done amazing, you know, everything, right? But she did nail the shit out of that elf role. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not upset about her, her, her elf role. What, I, what I'm saying is, is that my guess, if she was going to do this, the Enchantress is, it's just too similar visually to Galandria. Not the character-wise, they are very different characters, but she's kind of this, you know, always pining after fucking Thor, you know, but like, you know, doing Loki's bidding at the same time, and that's her whole, whole, whole end. I just think that people who don't know any better, who just see her as a, a magic chick, um, it'll be like, you know, I don't think she'll be interested in that, but Hela is, like, different, you know what I mean? Um, it would be a different role that I could see her being more interested in doing than the Enchantress. And, and also, I could see the Enchantress bringing in multiple multiple movies where I could see Hela only being a bad guy in one. Maybe. And I'm pulling for Enchantress. I think she'd make a great Enchantress. 
Um, but I don't care. I'm, I'm just happy that it's another talented actor in the in the Marvel universe, and you know, and, and I, I I like the Thor movies in general. Mm-hmm. I like the second one more than the first one. And I, I like that whole like magical shit they're doing. So yeah, whatever. Um, and then our last bit of news until we get to Star Wars is uh, Amazon is to resurrect a live action Tick TV series. Yeah, man. I think they're getting too old though. That cast, man. Maybe it's still awesome though. Yeah, maybe they'll be older. Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be the uh, the shtick. It's great. It's, either, either way, it made me it made me crack a smile. Yeah. Um. So uh, we'll wrap up with Star Wars, and like we've almost done a fucking two hour show. Have we? Yeah, I think we started around twelve thirty. It's like well, two. we've only we've only been recording a little bit because it stopped recording. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, All right, so I'm sorry we had to stop there for a second. Where, where were we at? Uh, Star Wars news? Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll just Star Wars talk, right? Okay. Um, so uh, I'll be honest. Like over the last couple of days, based on nothing, um, just just my heart, uh, I've been getting the Ray is going to be Luke's daughter vibe. You coming to my, you coming to my side? Uh, like my 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 the logical side of my brain is saying it. Yeah. Um, but my heart, like, I mean, my, my heart is, is saying it's probably going to happen, but, but really we don't want it. Yeah. Um, and I think that like, I think that for me, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's that whole, like you- too close to episode four. Like, here we go again. Another fucking Skywalker from the fucking desert becomes the, fu- you know, like I'm just. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it's not only that, though, but like you have a huge, yeah, huge I mean, connection. My, right. My daughter is named Jaina, right? Yeah. So, Han Solo is probably your favorite character from the Star, from Star Wars. Yes. Definitely All my right. favorite hero. Yeah. Um, you know, his daughter is badass. And you named your daughter, your, your firstborn after his firstborn daughter. I don't know if he had another daughter. Did he have any more daughters? No, no. Had, he and, just had anybody Anakin. that has kids, like you know, you love them all, right? You know, they 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 all have you have you wrapped around their finger. Except the ones you don't know about. But there's something about that first one. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's just something about it. Like it's it's it's. I think it's the fact that it was the first time for you, mm-hmm. and that you you did devote a hundred percent. Like I'm not sure a hundred percent is fair. But you devoted more to that one than you do to the following ones. Yeah, because it becomes uh Because the following ones you gotta split your attention. Yeah. You know, so there's just something about that firstborn. And like Jaina, like my daughter Jaina and I like are very different. Like we're just very different people. She's a lot more like my wife and, and then a lot of times I like she 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 favors my wife in terms of looks. Um and like I, I see my grandmother in her a lot. Um, but like her and I are extremely different. Uh, but there's just like, I don't know. There's just like, you know, like she is, you know, she's the apple of my eye. Like she, like I, I, I believe in her like more than she'll ever know. And like, so I just, I do have like, my emotions are fucking wrapped up in this. I'm not going to deny it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not just that though. It's also like, I just, I, 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 you know, we've talked, like, my, my biggest fear is that this is going to feel too much like a, a, a rebooted New Hope. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. It's, it's I, I want... <sighs> All right. 
I've heard this expression before, and I try not to use other people's expressions, but here's the time. Oh, and we didn't tell Tyler to bounce. Oh, yeah. We said, but we said we were going to start Star Wars. He's probably turned off by now, but Tyler, turn off. And we haven't talked about any rumors yet either. We, so. we haven't. We haven't, but uh, just in case. Um, so there's a difference between doing Star Wars and growing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And what I, I who is this wise person who said this? It, it, it's like it's like I, I got, I've heard it. On, like I listened to a few Star Wars podcasts, and I'm not going to plug them um, just because I haven't built a rapport. Fuck other, them and fuck them. Um, <laughs> no, they're they're great. They're probably all nice people. But but uh, there's just, there's there's a difference between doing Star Wars and growing Star Wars. And like I don't want this to just do Star Wars. Like I want this to grow Star Wars. And I like. I feel, and I also feel like it's just going to be a more dynamic trilogy with a sibling rivalry than with a cousin rivalry. Okay. That's if if what's his face is if Han's son. son. Yeah. Hmm. And let me put this out there too, like, like because we've both talked about how. You know, we, we, we predicted, we did our predictions, and I think we were, I, can't, I had to look at it, but like, you know, there's, there's a good possibility that Ray is not her real name. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me just put this out there. Like, if she is Jaina, like, if they do that, which I don't think they will, okay, but if they do that, I do not hold myself responsible for the amount of merchandise I'm going to be purchasing. <laughs> like, I am all in for all that shit. Hot Toys, yep. Figuarts, yep. Six Inch Black Series, yep. Three and three quarter, yep. Posters, lanyards, whatever. I'm in. I will have a Ray slash Jaina collection, but I don't think that's going to be the case. So I think I'm going to be okay. But I'm just saying. I just want to. I just want to put that out there so nobody judges me later. Yeah. Um, I actually wouldn't mind the. <sighs> Can you? Because that would actually be pretty interesting if if the reason that you know the the team, you know, the all stars are not together anymore is what if they did have kids? What if Ray is Luke's daughter that he chased away, and Kylo is Han and Leia's son who he fucked up? You know, that would be mad interesting to me. Mad interesting. Well, well I'm okay with that. I just, I just, um. Like, if, like if it, Ray, it is, it if, is a if, family if, feud. If Ray is, I don't think Ray knows who her parents are. Okay. Um, like, I don't. I, I, that's just the impression that I'm getting. Like, I think that it's going to be, if it does become established in this movie that we're getting ready to see in just a few days, I think it's going to be both a reveal for her and for the audience. Or they don't reveal it at all yet. Right. If this I'm, said, if, I'm, if lean, they, I'm leaning more towards that than anything else now. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more it just makes sense because they're going to want that. You know, there's going to be clues and hints, and we're going to be having you mark my words. And I, I am very sure that in a week from now, when we watch this movie, we're going to be like, all right. So, what are the new theories now? There's going to be more questions left unanswered. Yeah. There's going to be oh, more yeah. questions than were before. Oh yeah. You know. So, like, and I think that I think that's smart. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, here's another thing, though, man. Like, 
like, I, dude, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. You know, like, if, like, I know it, it sounds like I'm a spoiled brat, but, like, if she's not a solo, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Like, I think it might fucking, because, like, there, there it goes forever. Mm-hmm. You know, there goes the possibilities of that ever. Yeah. And I think that shit will, will break my heart. Therapy. You know, I've even, I've even, like, even, like, you know, like, Jaina, like, we'll, we'll be like, like, I'm going to be in this next one, right? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's been rough. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I still think you guys always have the EU. You know, nobody, I mean, yeah, what, nobody been, can destroy that. Well, that's, that's the answer I gave her, but in my head, I was like, it's not, it's, it's not real. This, this is bullshit. There's a bunch of shit I'm telling her. Um, but that's the exact same answer I gave her. Yeah, yeah. What if it's, what if the story is not as good as the EU? What if you walk away like, you know what? This is not bad. It's a different vision of the of the Star Wars universe. You know, it's good. This is you know not mine. I, mine is going to be the EU. I choose it to be the EU. Can you do that, or or the fact that it, it is a movie gives it more? I think it's the fact that it's a movie. I don't know and if I, and the I, fact that the, the movie is always like it is like it's the legit thing you know yeah. like it's, it is it's, it is the canon yeah you know it's official yeah yeah I hear you I hear you I don't know man I'm um I'm excited it's it's gonna be here before we know it I mean we're less than a week away less than a week away man it's fucking some, some hard shit to say um uh, you know, I, I, of course, I'm not as attached to it as you. I do think that, though, for me personally, and I've been on some hate Star Wars shit for a few years now. After that Clone Wars movie, um, was it was it Clone Wars movie? Was yep, that, it, was the, yeah. it was the Clone Wars movie, yeah. which which unfortunate, which is like super unfortunate, because um, apparently it got good. Because the show got good as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't care. Like yeah. I'm not. And which which sounds pretty shit fucked up of me. Like I'm not even willing to, to go back. You're not even willing to go back. Nope. Yeah, no, you nope. definitely you definitely should. If I'm watching Flash, you should watch a season of Clone Wars. Alright, maybe I will. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, is it on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's on Netflix, then you might have me. Um but you know, my big my big uh concern is that, you know, this brings you back into Star Wars like, you know, full retard, or that it doesn't. And I'm kind of worried about that on both because I want to come back. I want to come back to it. Right. You know, I want to come back in. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's going to be a solid movie, man. I don't think that we're going to be up, you know, too upset. And here's the other thing too, man. What if it's so awesome it doesn't matter to you? That's a possibility. Yeah, well, yeah I've I've been trying to play that scenario out in my head. Yeah. But I just can't get there. I just can't get there. Like I keep thinking, like, well, what if it's so good? I was like, but can it be so good if that's the case? I don't know. Like, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you can. And then, like, you know, if, like, let's say that Kylo doesn't have a redemptive moment, you know, like that's the end of the solo bloodline. If he's a solo. If he's a solo. If he's not a solo and neither is Ray, it's really over. Because they're, they're too old to have kids? Yeah. Unless they have kids and you just don't hear about them. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I'm even okay with that. Yeah. But like if, if if it's the end of the solos, like I don't know how I can handle that. Hmm. Like I have a hard time handling that more you know than, than having Han die. 
You know, because at least if Han dies, his legacy can go on. But like, if this is it, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, uh, and nobody has said anything about them having any other kids. Like, I almost feel that that Han and Leia haven't been a thing. We talked about this already, but I, I, I keep on going back and forth. I don't. Know. I keep going back and forth on that too because like. That embrace, that hug, I don't it's know. It's almost like they haven't been together in a while. Yeah. But then if you look at it, if you if you tilt your head and look at it, it looks like they're just happy to be together again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that you might not, you, we might not find out what happened. I wonder if they're going to do books. I mean, I'm sure that they are. It's Disney. They're going to want to make that money. Um, but I wonder if they're going to do books like what happened between episode six and seven. You know? Yeah, that, I think they've already they 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 have some of these books are between that. Okay, I I um, do think that we're going to see comics are as well. I do think they're going to see more of Han. And here's the other thing too: he's a scoundrel. He might have a son out there before Leia. You know. Yeah, but that, that ain't quite the same either. Why? Because it, it's it's a Jedi solo. Yeah, it's the you. best. Of, it's literally the best of both worlds. But like like the other thing is is that like um, fuck something you said made me think about something. It uh, happens. What'd you say? Not having a kid, or not they're not being in the movies. No, it was after that. I I, I don't know. It's ah uh, man, like oh uh oh yeah, I know what it was now. So like, if this like if this plays out where Kylo is Han's son and mm-hmm. Ray is Luke's daughter, and mm-hmm. Ray finds it out in the last five minutes of the film when we meet Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm guessing that Luke is going to give her, is going to give her that speech. Like I'm guessing that speech is from Luke to Ray. What speech is that? The, the force is strong in my family. Yeah. Uh, my father has it. I have it. My sister has it. You have that power too. Yeah. You know, but like, so I look at that a couple ways, you know, like, is it, you know, is that the case because you're mine or did I put Leia right before you because you're hers? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and if it's if if that's the case, and then she, he says, "I am your father," that's gonna irritate me a little bit, also, mm-hmm. right? Um, because it's more rehashing. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have another movie where he's training her out in some fucking swamp somewhere, and then like you know, and then the third movie they're fighting with little bunny rabbits, you know, and like if that if like if. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, though. Like, if I do. If it starts to feel like an alternate universe of four, five, six, that that I think is the only thing that will really bum me out. Mm-hmm. I I can't see JJ setting it up in that direction, though. Did we put on that that list? How how? What are the chances we think we're going to see a Vader? Uh, no, we we talked about cloning, Vader yeah. cloning, and stuff like that. So. I don't know. I'm still, uh, and I still have. Do you think there's a chance that we might see a Anakin Skywalker Vader? Maybe. Really? What you know? There's you know we talked about it a little bit a few while ago. I mean, there's rumors about Hayden Christensen. You know, you know there were statements early on made like we don't know how to make a Star Wars without a Vader. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's there's probably ways that they can make it work. You know, for the most part. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it could be something good. It could be something horrible. Um, I don't know. Don't know. And I also thought, like, um, you know, when when we hear Kylo Ren saying, "I will finish what you started," mm-hmm. is that him having a one-on-one conversation with the Vader helmet because he's batshit crazy over Vader? Mm-hmm. 
Or is that him talking to Snoke? And Snoke did something fucked up. I guess we should have the Snoke conversation about Darth, Darth Plagueis. Plagueis, yeah. But but let's let's answer that first, and then we'll ease on in. <sighs> what did Vader start? That's the question. Right. Um, on multiple fronts, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did, did he start the idea of bringing balance to the Force? Um, which is a separate conversation. Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like we, you and I could have a whole conversation on what does bringing balance to the Force actually mean. Yeah. Um, or did he mean, uh, I will finish what you started, that he was killing off the Jedi? Mm-hmm. Or... I will finish what you started, um, you know, with, you know, imperial things. Yeah, bringing the universe together. Yeah. Making people agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it, or yeah. is Snoke behind that, that attack that we're, that we're prophesying or, you know, predicting might have happened at, a, at Luke's school? Mm-hmm. And Snoke is saying, and, and Kylo is saying he's going to finish that work. And he's Maybe. talking to Snoke. Yeah. And that's why he wants to kill off. That's why he wants to find Luke's lightsaber. That's why he wants to kill. He wants to kill fucking Luke. If he wants, if capturing Luke's lightsaber is a goal. You know, right. Right. We have a theory that it is. Um, right. um, or maybe it's just the empire. Just building the empire. Is right. what he started, and are rebuilding it. I don't know. I mean, because Anakin did have some very fascist views, you know, and we yeah. never, we've never really discussed that. Um, his his political, he, he wasn't a very politically savvy guy, you know. Um, he just kind of grew tired and bored of it all, which is interesting because you know he's always been very mechanically inclined, you know, systems put in place at work and they work a certain way, they work in a predictable way. And, and it's safe to say that Anakin's probably been, never been very good with people, you know. Um, and I wonder if that's got something to do with like he 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 lo- he's so smart, he's almost kind of like this idiot savant with certain things that like it's like why can't people just make this shit work? And it's not that he's incapable of empathy or love. He obviously is. He loved Padme. Um, but maybe that that was his his draw to the Emperor. It is somebody who's powerful enough to make shit work how it should. We're not fucking around with all this bullshit, and maybe that's what, and maybe that's what, uh, what's his face is talking about, you know, getting everybody under the same banner. Because obviously, there's, there's multiple factions. I mean, we do see some stormtrooper on stormtrooper violence, right? No, I thought we did in that one scene where, where there's like explosions and the the one uh, tie fighter gets away. I thought there's stormtroopers fighting other stormtroopers there. No, I think that's I think that's them going after Finn, and I think it's just Finn getting away. Hmm. We'll see. And then I think that's them. They're going to shoot Finn down. Because um, there's the... There's the... Alright. I, I thought there's multiple Stormtrooper factions, though. We don't know that for a fact. But there's, that's been theorized, right? I'm not just well, making no, that up, Well, no, I mean, right? you're just making that up. I mean, I, I, like, the, the, this organization that we know for a fact, um, just due to merchandise, mm-hmm. is called First Order. Yes. And they're no longer called Stormtroopers. They're called First Order Troopers. Okay. So we know that that now do we know if there's a second order or do we know that the first order is one sect of the empire that kind of split off and went one direction? 
and then there are other sects of the empire that went off and went other. We have no idea. All we know is that this sect is called the First Order. I thought in the very first trailer, we saw some stormtrooper on stormtrooper violence going on. Pause it real quick. We gonna check this. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, so we just watched it. It's in the second teaser, and it's not. It's it's a Tie Fighter breaking away from the hangar and firing at the stormtroopers as it's rolling out. And that's probably what's his face. Finn. Yeah, so that's probably before we knew it was Finn. That's what that idea was locked in my brain for. Tracking. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know if there's other elements to the Empire or if the First or if, it, or if the Empire reorganized under the, mm. the, the First Order. Um, what I think is also kind of interesting is that it's not a New Republic. It's the Resistance. Yeah. So who does the Empire still have power? Does the First Order have t- technical power? You know, like, and if not, does someone else? And if not, the Trade Federation, maybe? You know what I mean? I just don't know who. Like, that was a joke. I, I, no, yeah. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> you know, um, at the very end of the movie, they come in like, "Oh, we win the tile war." Um, but I just, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know who it would have, who it could be. Like, because it's called the resistance. So, who are they resisting against? You know, the first order. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean the first order is still got shit under control? Because I'm not getting that impression. Yeah, because they're going through and blasting shit. Yeah, or maybe you know, maybe the the Galactic Republic came back, but there's outskirts of the Republic which they've just given up on, right? And there's this first order of stormtroopers that maybe are trying to take control of those areas, and they're like, "Hey, we're not dealing with it." And what used to be the rebels have broken off and be like, "All right, well, we'll we'll go take the word of them because we're that's what we fucking do." And I wonder culturally what has happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I hope they able. I hope they're able to world build that a bit. Like, you know that there's been like propaganda, like anti-republic, anti-whatever, anti-rebellion propaganda. Like, well, I have how, heard there's anti-Luke propaganda, right? Look at look at how these terrorists blew up. You know this this battle station that we had. Mm-hmm. You know the the one thing that could protect, you know, our galaxy from anything, and and we let these ragtag band of rebels destroy it. I wonder if there's an outside force. Like, see, that's why I wouldn't mind a Vong, Yuzan Vong type, you know, something different. Yeah, you know I'm, I mean? I'm okay with something different. I just don't want it to be that. Yeah, I don't want it to be that either, but, you know, something some outside, you know, out of their galaxy invading, invading from another galaxy, you know? I think that would be fucking interesting. Yeah, I mean, what if the void that happened was taken over by somebody that we don't know at all? Like, it's not Republic, it's not you know, it's it's not it's not you know rebel related. It's not Galactic Empire related. It's something totally different. Yeah. Well, let's uh, jump into the Plagueis theory. All right. So there's a popular uh, theory out there, and I want to give a shout out to this guy's YouTube channel because he doesn't have many subscribers, and he seems to, or maybe he does. He has a lot of views. Yeah. But he, he puts in. He seems to put in a lot of work, but he does like a lot of Star Wars theories, and he does some Jurassic Park stuff. From like why, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's not that Jurassic Park isn't cool. It is, but, like, what, what do you really need to theorize about? <laughs> like, I think in this next movie, dinosaurs might eat some people, but some people will stop it, you know? Um, but uh, anyway, I'll shout them out in a minute. But, like, so th- there's a popular theory that, uh, uh, that, that Darth, Darth Vegas, Vegas the, the Wise, wise. Um, 
may be Supreme Leader Snoke. Yeah. And because Snoke does seem like a fake name. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen Snoke, really. We've seen concept. We've seen some concept art, I feel like, out there that, that doesn't look anything like Plagueis. Plagueis, it looks like the same bankers from uh, Attack of the Clones, like yeah. the banker clan. Uh, but the but that's definitely would have to be a CG character, which Andy Serkis is certainly playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we just don't know who Snoke is. And many people are thinking that might be Plagueis. And there's, you know, all sorts of fan theories about why, like, you know, that he can create illusions and that he would have created an illusion to make uh, Sidious think that he actually died when he didn't. And, mm-hmm. um and all this kind of stuff, and it would tie it back, it would tie Sidious into the new trilogy, it would tie this new trilogy into the old trilogy, like, it would, there, there would be a lot of links that it would create. And furthermore, it also is prophesized that he's the one who created Anakin Skywalker. That's, right. That's a, that's a theory as well, that, you know, he can create life. Life. And since, and I think they even, like, in the EU at the time, they had a book about Plagueis, Mm-hmm. And I think they confirmed it in that book that he created Anakin. But but now that the EU is a thing of the past, it doesn't count. Um, how, how do they what, – so what, so what happened? So in the book, it starts off with the Battle of Naboo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sidious is – I can't remember. But like Sidious is – feels a disturbance in the force mm-hmm. and he believes it to be Maul's death. Mm-hmm. And then it flashes back to Sidious becoming a Sith Lord. Okay. Under Plagueis. And in in the book it has Plagueis create Anakin. So how does he do that? Don't by by manipulating the midichlorians. Like he just finds Shmi and like he's he, meditating he, and touches her it, belly? It magics the fuck out of her. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, Sidious kills Plagueis and then it kind of, I I know that the book like opens and closes with the Battle of Naboo. Like it's just all a flashback. How Um, does Sidious kill Plagueis? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but that's washed away now anyway, right? Yeah. Well, it's not a hundred percent canonical. Yeah. Um, because not all of this shit's washed away. Um, like Narshada is a hundred percent EU, but it's like in some of these new comics and shit, or or one of the new books. So like some of the stuff from the, the EU is yeah, making. And, and they even and they've even said that that's going to be the case. Some of it is. Correct. Some of it isn't. Some of. It- so the truth is, that we just don't know. Like we don't yeah. know what's going on, and and while this this has that that basis in the in the EU and that means nothing it could mean something and I think that it would be alright so real quick twofold I don't think it's the fucking case I think Snoke is going to be something completely different completely unique etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, but I can't lie I think it would be possibly really cool, really cool. yeah and that's why he, he that's why he's after Kylo Ren. That's why he like recruited Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren is the offspring of his creation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think that conception and then Luke, you know, he might view Luke as being responsible for the death of his creation. Mm-hmm. You know, and like if all of that were the case, like that driving force behind him, like I just think that would be cool 
but I don't think they're going to do it because, because once again, like you know, like we've said a thousand times, like I, we're as far as what we're seeing, it's one thousand percent connected to a new hope, and zero percent connected to the prequels. Yeah, maybe. What what is Lucas has already seen the movie, right? Yeah, said he liked it. And also, Steven Spielberg saw it as well, right? Yeah, he said he loved it, but he says he loves everything. Oh, really? Yeah, he said he loved episode one. Not a good movie critic. Uh, I don't know. He said like after episode one, he was like he was like he was fantastic. Star Wars is back. You guys aren't going to be able to pick your mouths off the floor for weeks. Which wasn't untrue. No, 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 not entirely. So, and everybody did love it at first. Yeah, no, not everybody. I mean, it was it was split, but I definitely I was caught up in the hype. That's why I'm glad that we're seeing it twice back to back, because I feel like I'll have more. You know, I'm older now. I'm more mature. I'm you know I have I haven't I have a matured sensibility, but um, You're definitely more mature than me. <laughs> no, hell no. Um, but um, I think that seeing it twice will help level out just the audiovisual experience that is Star Wars. Yes. Um, I I think it's smart. I, I actually think it's smart to tie the the movies together, even though there's aspects of the movies that I don't like in the prequels, and to maybe do a little house cleaning with the concept. If they make it Darth Plagueis the Wise um, and make him, you know, behind the scenes the entire time, I think gives a lot more credence to how deceptive the Sith are. Um, I agree. And, you know, how this was all, it was all part of the plan. You know what I mean? With the exception of, I I think that he was waiting for, for, um, Vader to to kill, to kill, uh, Sidious. Yes. But, but, not die himself and perhaps, um, you know, bring Luke into the fold. Yep. Uh, and, and if that was the intent, like that's what he was going for, and that was like the one wild card, like Luke broke the mold, he didn't fall in line like every like everything that was supposed to, not only makes Luke a little more the hero, um, but makes, you know, makes everything kind of fit together and fall together. And it makes, you know, I feel like, like, like everybody's kind of sad, you know, like it's been popular opinion anyway we don't know how true this is but that lucas had an idea for nine stories yeah um and it would make this one story you know what i mean like it would tie everything together yeah but is but is lucas always had plagues in mind no hell no he didn't have he didn't have trust me when i tell you he didn't have 98 percent of this shit in mind Yeah. yeah um but He's always said that he has had a general story idea for all nine, right? Yeah. And this would wrap up like one whole story. And then when they continued with other episodes and mm-hmm. continued with whatever happens with Ray and Kylo and Finn and all these new characters, that's fine. You know what I mean? That's good to go. But this nine part story is one thing. Do we know how many movies Ray and them are signed up for? No. They kept that super secret. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, except I think I did read somewhere. This is spoil. This is super spoilery. I'm not even gonna say it. I'll tell you privately because it's too spoilery and we're too close to the movie coming out. Oh. Uh, but as soon as we get off, we're getting ready to wrap the show up. As soon as we get yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Hate it when he does that. Um. 
<laughs> but I'll tell you, uh, you know, I guess we're going to put this out Monday or Tuesday, probably. This episode? Yeah. Uh, I can. Yeah. Just, just if you want this episode to come out Monday, press 1. If you, want it to cut, if you want it to come out Friday, press 2. Give us a favorite. Really helps us out. Yeah. Um, and give us a five-star review on iTunes, please. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I actually don't know if we've gotten any yet. So. I have. I don't even know how to check. How do you check? I, I do know how to check. I just like your mobile app only recognizes it after you've gotten so many reviews. Uh, you have to be on a laptop or a, or a proper computer. Oh, sounds so involved. Um, and then what else was I going to say? Uh, shout out. I don't. We didn't do it last week. Shout out to Beers and Bolters, the whole Beers and Bolters crew. If you're looking for 40k talk, make sure to check them out on YouTube's and iTunes and uh, the like. We're back, bitches. And check out uh, Shattercast Uncut, which is me and the, the ragtag bunch of guys to check out more Transformers talk. Uh, and we're on YouTube and iTunes. So what, when are we going to start the Star Wars podcast? I'm down. <laughs> Don't fucking threaten me with a good time. Dude, I think, I think if I do another podcast, my wife may kill me. It may come to blood might be drawn. I can't, um, I, I can't imagine yours would, would really want you to partake in another podcast. And this, is, yeah. this can be the Star Wars talk. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. the moment I, but I mean, I can do old Star Wars shows. No, there's no question about it. But, but the, I just need, a, I, uh, I can sneak it in. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then also shout out to Comic Book Dork. We didn't shout these guys out last week. I don't think. Shout out to Comic Book Dork for making this show happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Dante. Dante for constantly posting on the page, like you know, and getting people involved, and like now, like people are starting to post to the page with like little little stuff, like uh, Brink, uh, James, um, you know, Chris. Like uh, there's there's just people posting and becoming interactive with the page, and I'm seeing people tag their friends and, and like the different posts and stuff. So it's it's cool. It's turning into something, and we, we knew it would. Um, it's just nice to see it happen. Absolutely. So shout out to all those guys. Um, outside of that, we will be back with a bonus episode this week for you. Oh, man. Um, which would be our thoughts on uh, The Force Awakens. What we'll try to do is do like five or ten minutes in the beginning of non-spoiler reaction, and then we're just going to go hardcore into spoilers from, from then on out. Maybe. It depends. Um, it, it, so, yeah, like this is your episode for the week, the Transformer. Transformer, Jesus. <laughs> tell that I'm sick. The Star Wars one, you, you know, just be warned. I, I, would, I would not suggest in listening well, to that episode until you watch the movie. Yeah, because we'll we're, we're going to be able to help. The excitement is going to give away a lot of it. We'll you know? tell you. We'll tell you in the very the, the very beginning, like whether or not it's going to be 100 percent spoilers. Like we'll tell you if it's if we're just going to go hardcore spoilers. We'll be like, look, turn it off right now. Turn it off. Ten minutes. <laughs> but I, I think we should. I think we should be able to say like in five minutes. Like look, like on a scale from one to ten, I give it a five or I give it an eight. You know, and then and then be like, okay, we're going to get spoilers. Yeah, but even well, like, what if like we hate it? You know. And we, we, do. Have a, we have it too. Yeah, that's gonna spoil for people, man. Let, 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 yeah, let them have their own experience. You could, you guys are all grown. You do what you want. I'm, not, I'm usually not want to tell people not listen to the show, but you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, and we're out of here. All right, guys. Nice tits. Tight dick player. All right, all right, man. We're clear. What was that uh, super uh, spoily thing? All right, you're not gonna believe this shit. Look. <laughs> <laughs>